Greetings, Mina-sans. Welcome to episode three of Shumimasen, the podcast where we follow our destinies. I'm your host, guys, and with me today is Raymond. Unfortunately, today we don't have Tillich because he has massive, massive hemorrhoid issues. Um, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. It's a shame, right? Because we just introduced him in the last episode. And now he's got hemorrhoids and can't show up in the next this episode. What I mean, a shame. I mean, let's be honest. It, it, it's, it's a thing with gamers, right? We sit so much that it's kind of like it's going to happen. Wait, wait, Raymond, do you hear that? That that what? voice? I think it's saying guest episode. Guest episode. Introducing our guest for today, Ash Paul, aka Ash, aka Mr. VA Man. So I'm gonna launch us into a little bit of backstory, all right? Met Ash, what? Oh my god, like almost 10 years ago now, during my time in the Singapore Army. And to be honest, we we kind of like hit our strikes quite quickly as friends. We became friends very quickly. Um, mutual gaming interests, mutual anime interests. Um, and then one day, you know, we're talking about games, talking about games. One day we started talking about anime. Boom, opened the floodgates, opened the can of worms. And Ash is like, to be honest, probably one of the, my, my um, friends who is closest to kind of like the anime world, um, very deeply ingrained into that culture of anime, you know, hosting expos, voice acting, and even working with some of the big names. Um, we probably won't name drop them, but take my word for it. Take my word for it. So, Ash, welcome to the show. How are we today? What's up, guys? I'm Ash, or as I like to call myself, Anime Gyokai Saikyo Higemen Ash desu. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu. What does that mean, bro? We, we pretend we're Japanese in the oh, 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 oh. Well, it, it means I, I'm the anime industry's strongest Higemen. Because you know like, how Ikemen is handsome guy? Yes, yes. Mm. But yes, Higemen yes. is it's like bearded guy, so. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Is that oh. why your thing is um Higesama on so many yeah. of your platforms? Right. I just make this stuff up, man. I don't know. Oh it yeah. Is- welcome, welcome, welcome. You're our first proper guest onto the yeah. show. Yeah. Yes. Number yes. one. I mean it's a it's a I mean we say geek culture, but really it's closer to otaku culture. So of course we have to have Ash on the show, you know, pretty um pretty intensive into that kind of culture with us, Ash. Uh I want to ask, actually, you're talking about that Hige thing, you know, with the beard and stuff. Is that, I, when I went to Japan, I didn't really see it too much. Is that, does that scare people? Being so, you know, like heavily bearded kind of thing? I feel like it, mm. it less scaring, but more freaking out because like not many people have very yeah. thick facial exactly. hair in Japan. Yeah. Unless mm. you're probably like some white American guy or, mm. yeah. Mm. So when I just walk around casually, people will be like, hey, can I just touch your beard? on on the street i was i was in hiroshima once in the the memorial park and just just casually walking these random old guys like hey nice beard can i touch it i'm like yeah sure and he just like touched it like whoa yeah kimochi like okay (laughs) very interesting (laughs) like here man whatever you do you yeah, that's pretty crazy because, oh, okay. um, like, that's, uh, obviously, like, the Asian, uh, Asian chat side of stuff, they don't, they don't grow facial hair that, that, that well, yeah, right? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, we, we don't, it's usually very patchy or very modest. Very, very sparse, and I don't think it's as thick, um, I mean, for, for you guys who don't know Ash, and, and that would be nearly, nearly all of you, um, he has a full-on beard, you know, like, it's thick, it's, uh, what's the word for it? Um, Pantene commercial, I think, is the word for it. <laughs> thick and lashes. <laughs> yes. Thick and lashes, exactly. Um, so, you know, just imagine that, and you, you, you compare it with your, uh, I guess, stereotypical kind of Asian beard, and it's worlds apart, worlds apart. Um, I am surprised that a Japanese person, you know, asks you straight up to touch your beard. Though. That's a bit uh, strange, even for Japan. I, 
I mean, this has happened in an anime event as well. Like legit, like I'm not gonna drop names, but like one mm. big anime singer who sings for like super mainstream anime. No, mm. really, and she has yeah, really touched a Yeah, like she actually just like composing for like Love Live as well. Like in you know, Love Live is like right, peak right, right. anime. Yeah, so I, I was doing an interview years back. She's like, "Hey, can I touch your beard? It looks really nice." And she's like, "Just went straight in, just grabbing all the roots. Like, wow, this is whoa. so cute." Like, girl, I'm, whoa, bro, a bit more intense than I expected. Then you're like Super a petting intense. zoo over here. Yeah, I'm like a petting zoo, man. What the hell? <laughs> you, you, that... you, you, sorry, Raymond, you go. Does that mean I was thinking like because there's not, obviously not as much bearded people, mm. um, over there? Does it make mm. that the the beard care products a bit harder to find then? You can't even find curious. any bearded products in Japan, man. Like, I oh, have to really? buy this stuff from America. Oh, <laughs> I have to ship it all the way over. No, actually, yeah, like, man. talking about that, that's a really good point. My friend is, um, he lives in Japan as an expat, right? So he works over there and stuff. Um, but long story short, basically, he was trying to find even normal stuff like that we have in New Zealand and uh, Singapore, America, whatever it is, um, such as deodorant. And he's like, I literally can't find, you know, you name your brand Dove, Rexona, whatever it is. And they, they have some, but it's... I guess weird. I, I think he what he said was it's like not the stuff that you will get overseas. It's not like strong enough because I it's guess weak, bro. It's so weak. Yeah, right, right. And so he's like he literally has to import it for like ten twenty dollars, which which for NZ rates is like quadruple the price. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and it's insane. Like to think a country that literally has like AI manning the streets and shit doesn't even have like deodorant. You know, I guess you don't need deodorant when half the people are robots, right? Oh, that's true. Can you, can you just imagine walking into Comic Cat with all this bo? Oh, so so I mean, we're talking about you know you've mentioned expos uh just before. Is is that something you do quite often? Yeah. So I actually like my main gig air quotes. Mm. Main is doing like MC for anime events. So I've done like sure. stuff for Anime Festival Asia, which is like um air quotes, the biggest anime industry event in, in like Southeast Asia. Right, right. I've right, done right. stuff for like GameStart, a local Singapore game event, which happened until like uh 2019 because they gave away for Gamescom Asia. Right. I did stuff in Penang as well and in Thailand as well. So yeah, I I, I go around oh. quite a bit. That's pretty cool. So, so you MC for them. Is that because you can like, is is that in terms of the anime side? Is that because you speak Japanese as well that that opened the market up for you, or is it more that you just made you know made your name uh, big in the MC kind of world? Well, so funny story is I was actually still schooling in Japan because like uh, in case people don't know yet, I mean probably don't know like I actually studied in a voice acting school in Japan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was okay, taking okay. like a term course which just happened to be MCing. So right. I was just just casually doing an MC class. And then one of my friends who works for the anime events, like, hey, Ash, uh, one of the biggest MCs, he's called Yopi-san. He does, like, literally every event in Japan. Uh -huh. He had to fly back on Sunday for another event in, in Japan. So it's like, hey, can you come and do, like, these replacement on Sunday? I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. So I had to go to the school. I had to ask my sensei, like, sensei, um, I had to skip MC class on Friday to MC on a big stage. <laughs> To, to get some real life experience. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm gonna go and just like get like some experience on the on the on the side. So school's like, okay, yeah, sure. Send in the form. You can take like official leave of ex excuse to fly back home to run an anime event and go back to school. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty awesome. That's yeah, actually yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, it is so. Basically, that was your start, and then you just what is it like after you do one, your name spreads, and then you just do two, three, and you just do others yeah. or. So That's I awesome. just like did one and like, oh yeah, this guy's pretty good. You no, know, he costs like uh 
you know, the, the misconception, like if you speak Japanese, you can do translation, you can do MCing, and you can do interpretation. So I'm like, just threw me on a big stage. Here's two big name VAs, which is mm. happens. One, one guy happens to be like the guy who voices Natsu in like fairy tale. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, obviously VAs, dibs, I don't think they get enough credit. Um, people usually don't really, I, I guess because you're in the industry, you would, but I mean, for example, me who, who has watched anime fucking like half my life, I don't even remember half the VAs until I literally had to start looking into it because people don't, I guess, give as much, uh, emphasis to the VAs as they do in, let's say a normal movie or whatever it is, you know, with like live action kind of thing, Right. which is really sad because like voice acting takes so much talent, like a good voice actor makes or breaks the anime. Um, and me and Ray were talking about this last week as well. Uh, sorry, last episode as well. I mean, it's so difficult because, like, I've actually done some recordings. Mm. Oh my God, like, the thing is that uh, there's, like, a few, they give you, like, five microphones in front of a screen to read out aloud. And, like, sometimes it's just so many people in one particular scene. I had one scene where we had about 10 people. So mm -hmm. uh, you have to move in and out of, a, of, a, of, like, a few stands. And the thing is, they're all adjusted based on height. Oh, and normally, okay. Yeah, and normally in a regular, like, recording studio, they adjust it to the tallest person. But of course, my school is nicer, and you know, Japanese people are like not exactly as tall as like like myself. So like, I had one part where I had to go to the smallest mic just because there was no other mics available. So I had to like lower like half my body all the way down just to get onto the microphone, do the whole thing. Like, man, that shit is not easy. That that, that is impressive because that that will defeat your whole posture and stuff. It'll make it harder to to get exactly. the, the voice stuff that you want, eh? Because it's all it's all like the posture and stuff brings the the vocals yeah a bit stronger like, when you ex when you compare like a a mic that's adjusted to someone who's like 150 cm and i'm like mm. 186 so oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah. Oh, yeah. you're like you're like hunched over like some kind of hunchback but i i have to like spread out my legs so long as if i'm doing like a, a sprint you know Oh, <laughs> you're like crouched over like you're ready to like run a marathon or something. yeah exactly like am i running a marathon am i like seeing lines right now right right and i mean we we, we you know we, we're talking about this whole thing you you know you started in japan you did work in japan and stuff but you're based in singapore right now yeah yeah i'm currently based in singapore well mostly because like uh let's say let's just say you know the situation in japan is not exactly doing very well so you know going right. back home is the best choice well fair enough fair enough so so is it is the industry better in singapore still than japan right now in terms of you know the expos and stuff or is it just dead across the world oh it, it's dead it's been dead since like uh march 2019. oh of COVID or yeah because of covid right. i actually had an event for a gig in uh in like just outside of the very famous marina Bay Sands in singapore and a huge giant yes. ship you see in all the commercials yeah all the commercials okay. yes even yeah. in anime actually even in anime um, exactly even yeah, even yeah. in conan like conan blew that shit up that, did he? I only yeah, remember yeah. it from um, The Great Pretender. I don't know if you guys seen the anime. Yes, um, such yes a good show. it was in there. Yeah, it's so much. Oh my God. We'll get onto that later. But yeah. my God, it, it's surprisingly good, right? Um, I mean, okay. So you're in Singapore now, and, and obviously the whole world is dead. So, how are you, I mean, in terms of your livelihood and stuff, how are you finding gigs? Is there still things to be done in terms of like online or anything? Like oh, that? yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, definitely, I, I took a big hit. So, you know, I have to find yeah, like, no, I income, bet. like doing sure. translation, other stuff, selling my ass. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, like a lot of events, they, they take into going to online platforms to do online right. events. But, like, what your experience in doing a physical event 
versus an online event is so different. Right. Not many of them actually get how to do an online event. So right, right. their own thing. It, it's pretty it's pretty interesting because like they get guests over from online. So we get like mm. uh, stuff like VAs and singers from uh like I guess we use Skype to do actually chat live and we're actually yeah. doing it live. It's not easy because uh we had a we had a signal cut once and it was pretty intense. Oh no. That would that'll be um I don't need the problem I can see with it is as well is that if you're doing it online and stuff, um I'm sure everyone's equipment is a little bit different, right? Not everyone right. has like a same soundproofed room or everything. Um, exactly. But so so is is that has that been a problem? I feel like it's more like having you know, cause like when you're doing a test, there is mm. no like there's no consumer strain on like the signals on the broadband. So like the bandwidth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you actually stream it live on like a free platform like YouTube, everyone's going online. So like yeah. everyone's putting a stream on the server. So we had mm. one guest where like we had a fifty minute like cut just because there were so many people watching at the same time. My oh, God, yeah. did it crash? It was was it like a server side thing, so like a YouTube thing, or was it on on your? I think side, it was like like, like I believe one of our PCs just straight up died. Oh, it was too God. much, too much, too much strain on the server. So like yeah, yeah, we had like a twenty minute break, and like the staff were panicking, but we were panicking because like what are we gonna say to our consumers who are watching this and like suddenly just goes cut? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they, like you know, as just... typical Japanese events, we have to bow down like five hundred degrees to say we're sorry, and then <laughs> and then give like a resignation letter the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the usual. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. That's, yeah, that's you... awesome to see like an insight onto like this this kind of field because obviously, like this is like the kind of stuff that people I'm sure really see because there's not mm. I guess not as much people talk about it right yeah because like you know as a viewer you only see what they we, we show it to you guys mm. but yeah. backstage yeah. there's so many people running around just to get one little stream with three people on at the same time with no issues yeah I yeah. bet I mean the the it's 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 crazy because even in you know you, you talk about anime you talk about stream you talk about anything you see the finish I guess the finished product and it's always so like Oh yeah, you know it's pretty cool and stuff. And then you actually look at like, for example, they do a studio t- tour or whatever, and you're like, oh my god, like literally like seven cameras go into this, forty five computers, like there's like six people behind the cameras making exactly. everything. It's like massive. It's always massive. And this is like just a normal stream, uh, like you know, quote unquote normal stream kind of thing for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and these gigs are crazy. And I think you know, me and Ray when we first started this this whole venture, I guess, in Shumima Sen, we um. We we were looking into it, you know, how hardcore should we go? You know, do we want to spend like thousand dollars on equipment? Because obviously, you'd want a podcast where it's like you hear like a dog barking in the back, or like, you know, like very unprofessional. But on the other hand, it, it was kind of like just a way for us to connect with our mates again, you know, our old mm. friends, and like talk about what we we love, um, you know, be right. maybe games and stuff. Um, and so I think it's it's really interesting to hear. Um, from the industry, like the true industry side of things, like okay, this is this is, I guess, where the money is at, or this is how we make money in the industry. You know, it, it, everyone thinks, oh, anime VA, you know, anime, uh, whatever, like maybe um, editors Director or whatever. Or yeah. like but you don't really, yeah, you don't really yeah. think like you don't really think like oh, MC for events or this or that and stuff. Like it from my point cool. of view, there's mm. so many things. Like uh, you, people just normally, like you said, people just normally assume it's just VA director, mm. but like mm. a composer. But like from what I see, just like a uh, assistant to VA, assistant to assistant to composer, uh, VA's manager, um, the uh, 
the guests that takes care of the people that come from Japan. Like there is so many people and I'm just barely scratching the surface. That's like such mm-hmm. a huge team that needs, and there's so much, yeah. um, I guess, uh, p- potential if you want to work in the industry. Mm. Uh, yeah that you can get into yeah yeah a lot I think of so many like yeah. uh, mm. people there's so many things you can go come in from like you can just be a writer from a blog site or you can just be like you know i know how to take care of guests then you can be a, like a you can be a guest caretaker for an event Ooh, yeah so and i think that's the exactly exactly remember there's so many more avenues than we ever thought i mean even for people i mean not like four people like us but just you know normal dudes like me and ray for example who who have anime kind of as a hobby or gaming or whatever we like you say you know you think about va and stuff but it could be literally as simple as this creating a podcast and, and doing that but everyone does it from a like such a critical standpoint it's like a, oh this is like a review channel or whatever it is but nowadays i feel like it could just be oh let's just get together, talk shit with our VA friends, you know, like just have a good time. And I think that builds a better community than this kind of like harsh critique world that we're so used right. to. You, you mm. know what I mean? And, 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 and that was the kind of vision that we had for um, uh, Shumi Masen. Um, like in the future, we want to get more avenues of like, you know, uh, Max who will be on soon with D&D. There's massive podcasts with uh, D&D, but we don't really hear that that much in the mainstream kind of thing so no i think it's really interesting um you know on the topic of dnd gaming and stuff ash what 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 kind of uh you know genre or yeah genre i guess of gaming are you really into because you're quite a big gaming um fan yeah i'm just a little casual gamer you know just a casual baby. yeah casual <laughs> very casual super casual you know genre of games well um hmm. I, I do play everything in anything under the sun except MOBAs because we all know that's terrible but oh uh, yeah have you ever played MOBAs though were you oh, ever yeah, yeah. Into it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually got into uh dota when we were in army you know with that with the with the cluster guys oh oh really yeah they're like you know everyone's playing you know like 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 marcus you know we we're playing with marcus and like the gang oh my god bro what a throwback marcus and stuff so so you're playing uh okay so so you played dota with the with the army boys i never picture you playing a, a dota how was that did you enjoy that i absolutely hate that shit bro <laughs> i don't know how to play mobiles man this, this yeah. is, is this is this like the first Dota like on the Warcraft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, one, yeah. Uh, this, this was like, like, this is like 4, yeah, the right? first Dota. Then I tried Dota mm. two, and I hate them both because I can't play for shit. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's it's the learning curve thing, Ash, or do you think it's the the genre that you hate? I feel like it's a learning curve because like you know a mm. lot of people they grew up like you know in, in our local schools, right? Primary schools, yeah, yeah, yeah. schools. Everyone's playing Dota. Everyone's playing Maple Story. Mm-hmm. Everyone's playing these PC games. Like me, the, the filthy casual. I'm like. Uh, I'm just gonna Super play crazy. Final Fantasy X 500 times over. <laughs> I mean, the Final Fantasy X was a good game, so I don't blame you for it. Yeah, it's such a good game. Yeah. It's like it's, yeah. such a, it's such a huge gap. So I don't know how to do like mobile. I still don't know how to do it though. Is that your favorite Final Fantasy Ash? No, no, no. My favorite Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy Tactics. It's, yes, yes. I remember. Oh, you're a, about you're a tactics fan. See, yeah. That's like, the only reason I ask that is because anytime, um, and and I think you'll agree with me heavily on this. Anytime the topic of uh, Final Fantasy slash JRPGs get brought up in general, right? Like uh, the other day I was on, uh, I think it was Facebook. And you know how there's like some gaming sites which post, oh, what was your favorite JRPG or what was your favorite thing? And they just get kind of that um, organic involvement with their yeah, followers. And yeah. so it was, the question was, what was your favorite JRPG? And literally it was zero posts. By that time I hit, I was straight up like, everyone's going to say FF7 because everyone's a player, right? Instantly, yeah. <laughs> FF7, FF7, FF7. And I'm like, I... I don't want to be that guy who's always having the hot takes on this, but like I'm gonna. It's 
okay. It's not like the best FF ever, in, in my opinion. It's a great FF, but I feel like it's it's almost on the status that it's like JRPG equals to FF7. The best, hands down, don't even talk about it anymore kind of thing. Do, do you guys find that as well? Uh, I mean, like, I know that 7 was, was, a, was a very big... Uh, popular one I'm, I'm sure it must it must be like a thing where like people may have heard it before and this is the best best the good first one that they tried and maybe that's why it stuck with is them that, yeah that nostalgia kind of bias isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like you know like pokemon red and blue mm, mm, mm. for extreme sure extreme nostalgia because the thing is like i, I believe because like, i didn't play seven at launch because i didn't have a ps1 but uh mm. at that part of time i believe because like ff7 was like the very first 3d final fantasy yes, game, so yes it's a big thing yeah, I guess so... you're. I guess you're right. Um, the first one I played was actually eight, and then I went back to seven. So in my head, it probably is the nostalgia buzz. In my head, eight was much better because I played it first. You know, right, right. Um, which, but... uh, to be fair, it's, it's not. Let's be honest. Episode seven, I think, I, has a stronger yeah, story. It, it than is eight. horrible. I hate that um, game, man. Uh... <laughs> 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 just straight in there boom i hate that game what what so i mean tactics you know tactics is what older than seven is it or it is actually it came out in the same year it's just that a few right. a few a few months after mm. Mm. So it's, uh, unlike it you know that usual final fantasy is you you play extremely overpowered super soldier character yeah you go on a journey you defeat the evil empire at the end yeah yeah, in yeah. FF Tactics, you play like uh, you play like rich, rich young boy from like prestigious family in war because there's there's two warring like two warring states. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it turns out there's actually evil. Um, there's actually evil church in the background because there's there's always always there's always an evil church. Yes, it's always the church. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about sounds about right for Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, except except like it's that featuring Cloud from FF7 because you can actually unlock him in the final chapter. Oh, you can. Oh, okay. yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, once, like, I'll give up the Cloud shit, man. <laughs> yeah, because like they had to appeal to someone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, but I get it. I get that is probably one of the biggest selling uh, products of their line, you know, the FF line and stuff. But it's just everywhere, you know. Uh, how many spin-offs of FF7 we have? We have the FF7 remake recently. We have the FF7 goddamn Dirt of Cerberus, which hey, was I like, love. That's my favorite <laughs> shitty Final Fantasy game. Man. It's such a good bad it's, game. It's like a, I get what you mean. It's really bad, but at the same time, it's like strangely. Uh, satisfying to play as Vincent Valentine. V- Vincent Valentine, yeah. yeah. Um, and but yeah, there's just score, like... so many games. Yeah, exactly. You see, now they're, they're, now they're even making like a, a mm. battle royale FF7 game. You're kidding. Oh, I did. I did see. I see. I saw a bit of, it's yeah. called the first soldier. It's on mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I, I think I saw a little bit of that. It, they had like skills and stuff, I believe. Yes, yes. I'm not yeah, even kidding yeah, you guys. Too. This is actually yeah. real. And that's what I mean. Like it, it seems almost like they just—I mean, obviously they are milking it, but I don't know. Mm. It, it, I think it's—it's it's like guys, give it a rest. You know, the, it, it was a great game, but there's so many strong contenders for like best, F, not even best FF, good FF games. FF10, amazing. You know, I love my like, personally FF9, one of my favorites. I don't know why, I just really like it. Um, FF13, I know people who would stand strongly by it. Very um, um, <laughs> we know we know who Ash. I mean, one of the guests in the future, perhaps. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, why do they keep milking seven in every possible Square Enix game? Seven is milked so heavily. You talk Must... about Kingdom Hearts, so heavily. Cloud is there. You put him Cloud in. I don't know. Like every Sephiroth other game... is one of the god tier bosses. You know, it's like, bro, enough of the one wing. Yeah, Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Cloud is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sephiroth again. It's everywhere. I'm, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's one of the, like the the the, the companies like. 
the board's decision where they're like, okay, this has been so successful. Like it must, it must be like a really safe option to put it into like another game. Is yeah. Like, cross, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know how the game industry is so big now? Like if you make mm. one bad game, you could literally break an entire company. Mm. It's kind of sad though, Ash, don't you think? So like back yeah. then, it was about kind of like innovation, like test the limits yeah, and stuff. Everyone yes. makes like some really, like some really, really shitty games, but some people make like some really good, like B tier games. That it's like, mm. you know, like if a bit more funding, yes. the game would have been like the best looking thing in the universe. Exactly, like, you know? exactly. And nowadays it's like, all right, we're only going to pour in money for, I mean, we talk about this all the time. We're only going to pour in money for kind of the games that will make us a profit rather than like the games that, you know, are, have innovation. I mean, mm. talk about innovation. Uh, why we always talk about old games in terms of innovation? Who remembers the first MGS Psycho Mantis? Come on, man! Yes. That was insane. Yes. Yes. That was insane. So, I heard you like Castlevania. Read <laughs> your memory card, bro. That's so it crazy. Broke, like it broke the people's minds, man. Like having to swap controllers over, like it's the ports over and shit. And, and then recently, I mean, how how much more impactful is, for example, relatively recently, Tokidoki um, Literature Club? In terms of it reading your uh, save files, deleting your save files and shit, basically an indie game versus something like your fucking like 69th Assassin's Creed, which has right. all the oh money. My God, yes. like, right? yeah. they, are they even assassins anymore in the recent game? <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what they are, man. They just they just people now that I don't. I, like they went from like assassins to like a pirate to like a, I don't know a berserker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's going on anymore? They went to Egypt and they went everywhere. It was just around the world. It, it's yeah, it's, it's just a um, Woe Atlas Assassin's version kind of thing. And uh, no, sorry, Google Maps, Google, <laughs> Google Maps, <laughs> Woe history kind of thing. And and that's what I mean. It's it's really sad. And we 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 do actually talk about this all the time. That it's it's mainly gaming is so much about well, firstly microtransactions and profits nowadays. And it's no more about kind of like oh shit, all these like novel ideas. Yeah, I mean, let's just make a really bonkers game that nobody would see coming. Like hey, who who yeah. expected like a game where you know. Everyone stayed at home because of a virus, and this guy just doing Uber Eats the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I played Uber, Uber Eats Simulator, man. I, I mean, like, I don't think I don't think like Death Stranding is anywhere near Kojima's best work. Like, the mm. guy made a game about delivery in a like a post-virus world just a few months before Corona, man. Like, it's the timing. And, and that's the thing about Kojima. He he he's kind of like you know what? Fuck your trends. I'll do what I want, and that's you got to give the guy dips. It might be a flop sometimes, um, you know. But some sometimes when he hits it, oh my god, he hits it. Mm. We talk about the MGS series. That alone is like god tier. Literally I mean, one of the god tier games. We probably have enough. Like we can probably do an entire episode about that another time. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. For sure, exactly. for sure. There's just so much to talk about there. It's, it's so good. Um, that that he's pushing a limit, and it's so sad that the MGS basic uh franchise basically died because konami was like i'm gonna make pachenko games instead <laughs> I, I mean I, I know the truth but like it's not if i, if I say it, i might just get like murdered by like, uh, konami yeah, uh, and, uh, ndas yeah. and shit okay, yeah, okay. That, that's okay, fine okay. Well, we'll, we'll just go with the, cl- the, the the mainstream story and that's what yeah. we know right that's what we yeah. know about um but to be fair it, it, at the end of the day it is a business decision right it, it is yeah. a money thing it's always a money thing and so I don't know. I, I find it kind of sad that gaming has hit her down this way in the sense that even one of our, not one of, like many of our close friends literally only play indie games nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I, that's mean, what, that's it's, what... it's, I agree because like a lot of stuff nowadays is just so good and so interesting on indie games. Like why would mm. I want to play the, the, the newest Call of Duty with just one new gun? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? 
Call of Duty is from Blizzard. That's an indie developer, isn't it? <laughs> oh, true. Right. Right. Oh yeah, small, small, small indie developers, right? All, yeah. all this EA, Blizzard, they're all so small, bro. Like, that's why we support them. <laughs> that's why I said they need money from the microtransactions. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, they need it, bro. We got to support them. <laughs> as you were saying from the indie games, it's just like now nowadays, like, any any sort of innovation that you see, you have to like depend on the indies indie side right. just to bring it out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I feel like what what makes indie games great is like they don't have, the thing is they don't have so much money. So, so they don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So like they are restricted on what they can make, and they try to make something based on all these restrictions, which is ironically what the game industry had back in you know, like maybe twenty years ago when everybody's trying to make games on the PS One and the PS Two. You know. Mm-hmm. It was about that, like breaking that kind of like you know, like being so different that you stood out so that people will buy a yeah. game. Whereas now it's like I don't know, people just live off their franchises, you know, like like you said, Call of Duty, FIFA, it, goddamn FIFA, come on, yeah. man, this like I get it, it's a sports game, so you update it and stuff. But how oh how, God, how much more innovation can you make to kick ball? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the the EA Sports wing of EA games must bring them so much money. Like just I don't even know the amount, but it must bring them so much money and and why would you innovate like why would you bother innovating when when you can literally just do the yeah. same thing reskin it i mean far cry 5 far cry whatever it is now reskin it boom resell it on the market make money yeah right? and i i think it's kind of sad and, and and it goes back to the indie games i think as well you know it's not that they just don't have a, that much money they kind of have nothing to lose um it's let's go all out. Super Giant Games, classic, right? They, yes, they Super made, Giant you know, is so good. So good. Mm. Bastion, Transistor, Hades, just all, just literally neck to neck with um, AAAs, like AAA games. And then you have the, the occasional hit uh, swings with Ghost of Tsushima, for example. Massive Sh- game that Sushima came out. Tsushima is great. Like it, mm. I, I actually had zero expectations for Tsushima. Exactly. Like, I'm like, oh, it, uh, American companies making a Japanese game, this is going to be awful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, what was the uh, what's the game that they made before? They were known for one other game. Uh, um, I think it was Infamous. Infamous, yes. Oh, which was, which was like guys. a six out of ten game, maybe. So yeah, mm. the Infamous guys made that game, and they hit it, man. They smashed it. Goes of Sushi is one of the best games, <laughs> um, like in terms of this current era of like let's copy mm. past yeah. everything. And so it, it's it's sad to see that nowadays the indie developers are. Well, actually, no. It's really good to see that the individuals are like taking over, and so many of us as like gamers are moving over. Um, I can name so many indie games that are like way better than your latest Assassin's Creed, like literally. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Okay. I I agree, and I think I think yeah. I think maybe even a little bit of it is obviously with um as you said before with the ghosts of sushi um you <laughs> you really you really don't really go in with that much of expectation, right? I mean, when yeah. you, when it really blow you away, then it's a lot more memorable. Where Whereas, like, if a big company makes something, like, you kind of have like, an expectation on the level of quality. The whole hype, eh? The whole hype, yeah, 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 of the yeah. kind of thing. Same with, like, Cyberpunk um, 77 recently. Uh, the, the, the train was, oh it was so big. Mm. I mean, I, I, personally, I, I quite enjoyed playing it. It was entertaining. Was it, you know, CDPR's best work? Probably not, let's be honest. But mm. yeah, for a AAA game, it could be worse. It could literally be another Assassin's Creed. Um, right, yeah, and and so you know it, it is what it is. Um, I mean, talking about kind of you know to get into that whole mainstream gaming side of things, you can't talk about gaming and streaming nowadays without talking about VTubers. They are literally everywhere. Um, for people who don't know, VTubers are kind of like when you use, watch ever watch YouTube and someone's streaming a game and there's a little like anime girl on the side. Mm-hmm. That's a VTuber. Um, Ash, you are you quite experienced with the industry or? 
Actually, I'm not very well versed. Mm. Like, mm. I, I know the VTubers. I don't know, like, the super niche ones, but I know yeah. like, the more mainstream ones because, like, uh, I have friends what? who were into this mm. stuff, like, very <laughs> early into the life cycle when it was yeah. still, like, Kizuna Eye or, like, yep, super yeah, yeah. early mainstream stuff. It, what are your... I mean, what's everyone's opinions on that, on, on VTubers in general? I think I think it's it's a it's great because like uh, mm. it's how do I say it? it it's kind of like a slightly new fresh take on like yeah live streaming YouTubing mm. where you know instead of showing your face I'll just become a cute anime waifu yeah yeah <laughs> and I, I, and I think that that sorry Raymond you go it definitely opens like a lot more uh, avenue for like more normal people to be able to show the stuff like maybe some people it's it's like uh what do you say like for people that might have like a bit of like a let's say social anxiety or like public speaking issue mm-hmm. like allowing right. them to like really like be themselves while being comfortable in their own little way it allows a lot more like talent or a lot more like variety of right, content like, for everyone right like let, let's be honest a lot of people like a lot of youtubers are, are popular because they look good they look handsome mm-hmm. and also like they have normal like standards like confidence but like not everyone's like you know super good looking super handsome mm-hmm. you know sure. like maybe you're not like so, so very self-confident but like you know if you use this character you can kind of be your true self so like i yeah. think it's a it's a very interesting like it's a it's a very it's a niche platform that became super popular and not like even mm. everyone and even like mainstream youtubers are becoming vtubers just because it's i like i don't have to wear makeup and i can stream basically yeah 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 it, it is it is almost kind of sad that um you know the they 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 do it because it, it levels the playing field doesn't it you don't have to be like the hottest person now to to make it right vtubing or whatever um and, and it, it's sad that even in the gaming community that's a thing like if you're not hot i'm not gonna follow you kind of thing i mean it's obviously i'm not speaking for everyone but i i do agree that's probably part of the reason why people watch some streamers Good looking, hot, you know, whatever it is. Like, like if, if I can simp to this person, yeah, easy. Yeah. But if, like this guy's not cute, like I can't fap them or something like that. You know, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but, people like this. I mean, it's I, I got into it. Not well, actually, I'm not into it at all. Uh, like mm. I don't really watch much YouTube. Uh, sorry, VTubers. But I, I learned about it relatively recently, and God, is massive. It's a huge industry, and they actually kind of. It didn't shock me per se, but I was very surprised about how big it could get in terms of the more um, almost like mainstream, like normie audiences. You know, if, if I'm not wrong, mm. right? Uh, last year, like according to like YouTube, like uh, revenue, yeah, two mm. of the top ten like YouTubers making money were like VTubers from Japan. So like, really? that's, oh that's, shit, yeah, legit. Wow, like one I of mean, them was like, um, if I'm not wrong, he's I believe her name was like Usada Pekora, so she's like this, uh, right, right, yes, uh, yeah, terrorist bunny from Japan. <laughs> don't know how to explain that. That's I don't think you have to explain it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think maybe a bit of that comes from um, the platform that they decide to stream on, right? Because um, mm. YouTube is not definitely. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's different in other countries, but over here in New Zealand, YouTube is definitely not one of the main streaming platforms that people go to. Like, I hardly... It's usually, like, in terms of gaming stuff, Twitch? it's always, like, the Twitch and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, But I, I do notice that, like, a lot of those um those talent agencies, they decide to use YouTube. So maybe, maybe a little bit of that plays into it. I believe like Japan because like they really use YouTube a lot. Like they used to have like mm. Nico Nico Doga, like their own Japanese yes. streaming site, sure, which is yeah. like basically the advent of Japanese like internet culture. 
but like because yeah. YouTube became so big, everyone moved there. Nico Nico died, and oh, is it is it considered to... dead now? I I think it's basically dying right now because like oh, they just okay. cannot catch up with YouTube anymore. Right, right. But the crazy thing is, I mean, we're all from r- relatively Western kind of YouTube in a, in a way, right? Like all of our YouTube is very much the West side of things. You know, you have your recommenders of like PewDiePie or, or whoever, right? Mm. Um, the I don't know if you guys. I mean, obviously you have Ash. Like when you dive into Japan side YouTube, oh my god, it's like a whole different world. Like it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, a, totally it's a different, different universe yeah. entirely. It's completely different. Like all the recommenders, all the famous people that you wouldn't have ever heard of, and then you click them, and they are like fifty million like views on their channels and shit. You're like, what the hell is happening? And it's insane, like how different it can be. Literally, when you're on this, the 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 same kind of yeah, you're on the very YouTube. same site, but like hmm. you click a, just a different language, like it's an entirely different universe. Like sometimes even I am like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, and then yeah. you you click it, and he's massive, right? <laughs> oh yeah, this guy's pretty good. You know, maybe I'll just give him a follow or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty. So, it's pretty interesting. So with, with I mean, we we can't kind of talk about VTubers without talking about anime, right? The the one of the oh, underlying kind of industries that I feel like, under and uh, you know, with every gamer, often comes the topic of anime as well. It, it's almost hand in hand. Almost. I know lots mm. of gamers who don't, but at the same time, I know lots of gamers who watch anime as well. It's almost one of those things. Um, any any you know what's any kind of like favorite animes or anything you want to talk about, Ash? Favorite Until, anime? Damn, hmm. this is like this is like the hardest question in the universe. Yeah, man. what right. what would you say is one of the most kind of influential for yourself that you've watched? I mean, that you're like, you mm. definitely agree with me, but I want to say this one: Ghost in the Shell. Yes, Center of the Complex, yes. greatest of all time. Sorry, movies. Uh, the movies are great, but like the TV series, that's the good shit. Oh, right there. definitely. I, actually, we we were talking about this the other day. The, the standalone complex probably is one of the few, like, literally 10 out of 10s that I've ever seen. It's just so perfect in every way. And it's so old for what it is, yeah. uh, and yet so relevant. I mean, the, the idea is... Oh, we talk about this in terms of cyberpunk, right? The, right. the the whole idea of the laughing man um, being able to hack in real life literally is an idea in cyberpunk. Not an idea, like a class in cyberpunk you can do where you hack people in real time. Exactly. Well. Like, And this is, like, 20 years apart, probably, or more, actually, right? I, I think it's at least, like... 20 years right now. Mm, mm. Mm. And, and, it's, and it's insane. Raymond, have you ever seen um, Gitsack? Ghost and Shell Standalone Complex? Um, I actually, I didn't finish it, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember seeing bits of it. But I mean, like, I, I, know, it, I know it is a big favorite. I might have to go and nah, finish you, it. No, you, you definitely should. Like, it's probably, in terms of, like, people like anime, and they're like, oh, what should I definitely finish? That's my number one go-to. I mean, I'm like, a huge Fate hit, and I would love to say Fate, but no way. Gitsack is, boom, straight in there. I mean, let's be know. honest, like, Fate is great, but, like, it can be extremely unnecessarily complicated for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I, Ash, you and I, you know, we like Fate. We love Fate, actually. Yes. But, and we love it, and it's, it's, it's a great franchise. But at the same time, I do have difficulty recommending it because it's something that is like... Where do you start? Right? And it's like a cult thing. It's like, you got to be in the cult of fate to understand fate. Like, it's like, when you, you when 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 a, a person is like, oh, what anime should I watch? I find it honestly quite difficult to be like, you should honestly watch Fate because it's like a ten out of ten. Yeah, in my like, head, it's a ten out of ten, but I can't recommend it as a ten out of ten. If that makes sense. That's right, like, yeah, right. if you watch Fate Stay Night, yeah, it's great. But then you have to watch Unlimited Blade Works, and then you have to watch the Heaven Two <laughs> movies, you have to watch Fate yeah, Zero, and then now you have to watch yeah. Apocrypha, you have to watch Fate Grand Order, and all the little yeah. every. It's it's very difficult to recommend some because it's like a like an overload, right? That's that's what yeah, I feel like. Like, like, like which people should I watch? Uh, 
Let yeah. me just interject right now. If anyone, anyone who's listening, any for you as well, right? Anyone who wants to watch Fate, the best Fate to start with is Prisma. Prisma Ilya, yes. Prisma Ilya, watch that shit. Go to prison, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, because like you, you get you get the Fate baggage, but just replace all the baggage with Lolly. So. <laughs> Lolly <laughs> content I've literally ever watched in my life. Like I, I, I watched it because it's a fake franchise, right? So I didn't think too much about it. Opened it, I was like, "Whoa, the FBI going to be coming in soon? What the fuck did I just FBI watch?" <laughs> Actually, if you watch the more the more recent movies, you get to see like Emiyashiro being a badass, like without. Oh all, like, really? I didn't know. You know Emiya like was how like, it. like like you know how like Ikari Shinji is like a like yes. a weak ass baby in the movies, but like yes. this is basically like what if we took that same kind of. Uh, uh, Emiyashiro, but like we give him a pair of balls. Emi- what what is this? What what is this Emiyashiro with pair of balls? That never happens. <laughs> yeah, because like he's just like, oh, I gotta I gotta protect everybody. I gotta be a hero of justice. I gotta save. I gotta save Ilya. I gotta save Tosaka. Like bro, that's like making know. Shinji from Eva like courageous, man. That's weird. You don't do that. That breaks the franchise. The alternate universe. That, that's why they had to end. That's why they had to end Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, because. My god, I mean, I don't want to like keep swapping to anime anime, so we'll talk about Eva later, but the Fate Stay Night for me, I don't even know why, it just hit so many things that I was like, oh my god, this is like one of the best anime. And watching back, I'm like, I like it because I'm a Fate hit, but like watching back, I'm like, it's not actually the 10 out of 10 that I thought it was. Do, do you get that, Ash? I mean, it's great, but like, honestly, the, the anime is just alright when you compare mm. it to the video game. I mean, the come on, the video the game visual, is the visual, oh, novel. the visual novel is something else, man. Yeah. The visual novel spawn. I mean, how insane is it that you literally create a visual novel that spawns like a tr- I don't know, a million dollar a billion dollar maybe franchise with like billion dollar gacha franchise. Yeah, a billion dollar gacha franchise with like fifty-seven different adaptations for anime and like sixty thousand spin-offs. <laughs> and like, it's insane. So, like like 50 variations of the same main character (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, did you mean gilgamesh what Um, Uh, yes of course gilgamesh yes (laughs) i mean it's 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 one of those series that i feel like it's very culty you really have to be into it to be into it Um, yeah like it's mm. so deep and then like there's even all the other like side stuff which is like tsukihime and like i don't know uh melty blood which is i don't know it's 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 a different it's so intense. It's so intense. Yeah. Like, I mean, Apocrypha alone was like the most recent one, and even then, that threw people off. Like, wait, uh, what, I, what? What universe is this? I don't. I don't understand anymore. Kind of thing, you know. But if, I, if I'm yeah. not wrong, it was like it was like the third grill war, but like somebody took the grill and ran away to yeah. a different. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what? a different grill war, and then there were like, if I'm not wrong, there's like Nazis in it, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, one of them was like Nazi guy. It's like in what timeline of world history? Like the Nazis were like, all right, all right. Let's stop <laughs> invading for now, right? Poland's enough. Let's just fight this grail war. I just steal then... this really nice cup and, you know, make magic it, out of it. it it's always yeah. funny. Um, and I don't know why. I feel like it happens a lot in anime. They kind of, like, try and do s- spin-off of world events, right? Like, like, like what if? Yeah, and, and they're what like, oh, suddenly the Nazis come in. And it's like... It would be firstly not not just believable. Like it, it makes a lot more sense if you didn't if you just made them the mm. villain rather than like oh the Nazis are here. Like what the fuck? When, when what the Nazis? What you know? Like why are they here? And what part of obviously you know it's like this alternate universe and shit. But also like why why the Nazis just make them bad people? You don't have to like. There's no reason to be like oh they are more evil now because they are Nazis. You know what I mean? I mean if you if you watch JoJo like the second arc's most coolest looking character is this, this Nazi guy. So it looks like Guile from Street Fighter with a machine gun in his stomach. 
Wait, what? <laughs> I, I, you, do you watch much JoJo, Ash? I, I, I read all the novels, man. I love JoJo. Ah. No, no, the, the manga. The manga, the manga yeah. Mm. Ray, what about you? You, you JoJo fan or? Uh, I, I started the, what's the newest one? The, is it? The... Uh, no, I, I have no idea to be honest. The, 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 the most latest one I know of was Stardust. The manga or the anime? The anime, the anime. I remember oh, seeing the... it on. Arc 5, the, the, the one in Italy? Yes, I think so. I think so. I remember watching I... a few episodes. I really like the style, but I think I. Oh, yeah. I, I like, was a bit... Arc 5 is all style, like no substance. I swear, I... Like, the main character's literal power is like, I can remove cause, I can, I can remove effect and leave only cause. That's mm. I, I don't know. I, I I have so many friends who love JoJo, you know, they like swear by it. it's like their number one 10 out of 10, you know, like you talk about best anime, they're like JoJo. I've never been able to get to it. I've given it a go literally like three, four times now. I started it, they're like, okay, don't start here then. Start don't start on season one, start on this, whatever, you know. And mm. I can never get into it. They're like start on Stardust, so I start on Stardust. And I'm like, there's something about it which I just I don't know what it is. I just can't get into it. Um, I mean, like, I can't get into Dragon Ball, so that's that. Yeah. Oh, Dra- 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 Dragon Ball is so overrated. I'm sorry, guys. Like, whoever's I, listening, I feel like people only like it not because, that good. Yeah, it's like, people only like it because there's such a huge nostalgia filter onto it. Mm. No, no, I, I think it's that, but also, it, it's like, back then, there was no Crunchyroll, right? There was no, right. like, uh, there's no anime tubes, basically. There's no, like, streaming services. So, like, it was what was free on TV. Yeah, you because only watch like, Dragon Ball. Yeah, it was only Dragon Ball. It's same with, like, kids who grew up with Naruto and stuff. It's because it was what was showing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, without again being the guy who always has hot takes let's be honest naruto really in the grand scheme of anime not that fantastic it's it's just it's shonen it's just shonen it's yeah, like mindless. Just, just watch bleach yeah. instead yeah, that shit's cool i will say bleach um i actually really likes bleach uh, up to the eyes on up the so yes I, I i love Ooh. everything up to the eyes on up too we don't know the the art in bleach was so crazily good of for its time um, not the uh, like the animation, everything about it was so hype. And then like compared to Naru- uh, Bleach, you look at Naruto, it's like two different worlds, you know, like yeah. the character so design basic. and everything. It mm, is, it yeah. is. And it's um, very like classic um, shonen, right? Naruto. Yeah, it's just like, hey, dumb protagonist, if edgelord best friend, and then the exactly. cute waifu character who's the, <laughs> exactly. dumb the waifu <laughs> in the end. So you're saying you remember? I remember, I remember Bleach being like, like very, very cool for like the style and then all the mm. ideas behind it being very cool back, I back, back when we were that age you know exactly exactly it, this was ages ago and bleach i feel like bleach was, it wasn't like i don't want to be that guy who's like oh bleach was ahead of this time because it wasn't it's a, it's a show yeah. that i would say yeah but i found the manga art very like very appealing something but it was very aesthetic like it was very nice and yeah it's the, the character is like right right it was like just like you see they, everyone they in like anime good. events yeah. they were all carrying like the aranka masks mm. or, like all the yeah, masks yeah. like yeah that, that shit yeah. was pretty cool i mean shit man the espada arc was insane yeah yes, yes fights, the grimjaw fight was one of the craziest fights i've ever seen the animation everything about it up up to that point was one mm. of the best i've ever seen you know it was insane and so like now dips <laughs> to bleach they really did really well on that mm. it might be that might be one of the i think one of the most common p- things i heard um going back to jojo and stuff is the, is the, is the style is a bit different right yeah, yeah it's, it's, not, it's, it's like, not very it's not very normal to so to say so i think like, maybe that's what puts, style, so like yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like i wouldn't say it's very substantial like i mean it's it's just like the mangaka just really likes art, like he really likes mm. style, like it just mm-hmm. it's just literally bizarre. It's not meant to be great. I don't yeah, think it's yeah. 
the best thing, but I, I certainly like it. It's got I mean, its own unique kind of thing. Everyone has that kind of like different, you know, like everyone likes their, not niche, but their different form of... Uh, yeah, like I honestly uh, feel like uh, Jojo is just like Fist of the North Star with like very nice yeah. clothes. You love Fist yeah. of the North Star, huh? Yeah, it's, it's like it's, one of it's, your it's top the, 10. It's the best show ever. Like, yeah, yeah. The post-apocalyptic magical martial go arts blowing his heads off. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it's Jesus funny, can though. fire laser beams from his hands. I mean, come on. <laughs> when people talk about, like, martial arts, like, I don't know why. Like, the, always they go to, like, the classic, like, HX, uh, Hunter x Hunter kind of thing. They're like, oh, you know, mm. it's, like, so, like, martial arts. Like, too, bad, too bad it's never ending. <sighs> I, I, I mean, I, 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 again, probably another hot take. HXH is good, don't get me wrong, but it's overratedly good. Um, some of the fight scenes, insane. Um, Hisoka weirdly like just the weirdest character. Don't understand it. Like what? What? Why oh. erections when he sees kids? Don't get it. No. No. Really. Yeah, like why? What's no wrong with him, bro? Like, bro? Right. Like, there's a lot about it that was just like what? Like why? Like there's no real need for that. Um. Mm. But some of the price scenes, you know, like what I, I always say this, and and Ash has hit you like a million times that, you know, um, Netero with Anking fight. One of my yes. favorite fights. It's so insane. Good. It's just so, so good. good. So well animated. Just the storyline of that scene. So good. Just so well done. But. I don't know. I find it very. It's just like I said, another shonen. Um, and and what annoys me is that this is kind of the. It's it's always the trend, you know. Like oh, this is the the shonen of the season, and then everyone talks about it, and it's the big thing. Like again, not to hate on it. I've hit on it literally like four or five episodes. Oh, well, sorry, the last three episodes now. Himitsu, you know, like come on, it's not Himetsu this. Himitsu, just it's just like Zuma Naruto guys. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is chitty. It's the chitty Naruto of this generation, right? It, it I mean, is exactly that. It's, it's just Suma Naruto. I like, just get over it. It's mm. it's exactly that, and and it's it's being sold as like the top anime of the season, or not even the season of like the decade. Basically, they're like commit, so you have to make the list. I mean, shit. like sure, like, it broke like literally every record in the universe, but like I mean, it's it's okay. It's not the best show ever. It's not. It's not. And, it just, and I, I don't feel like it. Just takes mm. like very good like. It just takes existing ideas and just wrap it in a very nice like mm. color and style. Yeah, as as the style of it, the aesthetics. I will say, like I keep saying, animation aesthetics, even the sound. Ah, uh, sorry, not the sound. The OST and stuff, amazing. But the story, come on, man, it's kind of weak. I've read the manga as well. It's, it's not fantastic. Um, and that weird classic Ciscon shit going on, and so I was like, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> I think I think I think what it could be, um, for for this for this kind of error is it's, it's, it's gonna be like the gateway you know like yeah yeah baby's mm. first anime it, 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 you need something that's like not it's not like amazing in every in every in everything but it hits like a certain point of everything that you can recommend to yeah it's like easy watching eh? so yeah, people yeah, can yeah. watch it so it, i mean I it's mm. definitely gonna be a gateway yeah it, it's a gateway you can't like hey the guys hey, you, should, yeah. you wanna watch anime like yeah go watch ghost in the shell it's just really thick, thick it is it is like, heavy mm. yeah it is heavy yeah. like I, it, as much as i love i mean if i look at my you know top tens and stuff i probably can't recommend any of them because they are they're very heavy like mm. eva as a first anime oh that's pretty tough watch man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you want you want depression yeah just go watch evangelion man <laughs> yeah. no, watch planet after story no planet before oh the after story god. oh my god yeah. i mean we can't talk about old anime and top tens without talking about eva you know we brought it up twice now eva was such a great anime but when i watch it back, i don't know about you ash when i watch it back now i can't finish it i just can't it's like almost annoying like shinji just irks me so much now well, I, but, I, well, mm. 
I feel like he's not meant to be a likable character because like he just runs away from responsibility all the time. Mm. He does. He does. I don't know. I, to be to be fair, I mean, how about I watch Eva because of Ray or Oscar? I mean, yeah. Let's let's be honest. I, I watch Ray. I mean, I watch it for Ray. The minute I saw Ray, I was like, "Yep, yeah. this is it. This is the Looking anime of it. the season." Uh, no, no, no. Asuka best go right talking about. <laughs> yeah, either, 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 but we. It's not for Shinji. No one watches it for Shinji. No. Right? She just, she, she just like you know. I'm just gonna walk away from these two hot babes. Like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. And then he's like, the the. Remember that scene where Asuka gets absolutely wrecked by the angels, like absolutely fucking destroyed. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And she just like, oh my god, kind of thing, and you're like. Bro, this is like perfect. Like, have you never played like a dating sim? Get in there, bro. Have you never played a VN, bro? Like, this girl's getting like mind mind rape right now. He's just like, man, I'm, I'm so emo. Like, just let the wall yeah. end. Like, bro, literally like hiding in the corner and shit. Be like, oh my god, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's like, bro, literally, like every kid's dream is to pilot a fucking mecha. You have it, and you're like having a cry. And then he has like this like weird like love relationship with um. Ka- Kaoru, right? The Angel Ten. It's more like Kaoru loves him. Mm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so weird, man. Like, just, I just wanted to see Ray love Oscar instead. You know, I don't want to see that in, like Kaoru shit, man. It, hey, it's not... hey, 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 hey. You know, the girls they gotta appeal to the girls somehow. Like, you know, do you that know is how, true. That is true. That you know how insanely the popular like Kaoru exchange is Japan. Yeah, stronger yeah. Than, like, Asuka and Ray, like legit. No, fa- fa- fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. It was a marketing strategy. Right. <laughs> you know, it literally is a marketing strategy. <laughs> it's insane. But I mean, Eva, Eva probably easily one of the top tens. It's probably what a lot introduced a lot of us to like. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say this without offending half the industry, but like anime anime, like real intense, right. dark. Right. And the best anime. thing is like the mm. best thing is like the final Evangelion movie is actually coming out like exactly one week from now as of this recording. So we can finally watch all of Evangelion and finish it. Like finally, it. yeah, finish yes. it. It's such a massive, massive franchise. It's like it. it to, to be honest, like for for me, I I think it's gone on like a bit too long, a bit too long. That's it's just too well, much of Eva. Well, I, I feel like you? it's more like I feel like it's more like they just kind of dragged on the movies too long because like if I'm not wrong, the the, the director uh Anno Hideaki he was just like depressed doing Evangelion, mm. so he did he made the new movies to get rid of his depression and it actually did cause like uh but he was busy trying out other stuff like he did Shin Godzilla he's making uh-huh. Shin Ultraman oh, did now. Do Shin Godzilla I didn't know yeah that. oh wow yeah, yeah. If, if you look if you look at the Godzilla's eyes they look exactly like Eva 01 oh shit oh. no way that's sick yeah. that's and then the BGM for, for like now. Shin Godzilla is straight up the exact same one they're using Evangelion you know I actually want to bring this up I mean it, it's not I guess it's kind of related, but this whole new era of uh, um, anime of um, being on streaming sites and stuff, such as Netflix. When Netflix first started making anime or like make putting anime on there, I never thought anything about it. But Netflix has produced some insanely good anime. Like mm. to be honest, so I mean, obviously they they get it's because they get with really good directors, right? Um, but the, the the quality of Netflix anime is surprisingly good for a random streaming service you know there's nothing like i guess crunchyroll or whatever like that's actually into anime anime they get you know devil man crybaby personally mm. not a fan because of the art but i have to admit story-wise it's good it, it is good it's a good anime it, it, it is like let's just, let's just make devil man for modern day and it's a bit insane but i like it i love it a lot it's mm. yeah yeah and, and and even i mean i'm if i'm not wrong and i'm probably wrong on this but one of the the first ones that they started and they went swinging with it, Violet Evergarden. 
you know. Yes. Ah, yes. yes. Vi- violently ever blender. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was such a strong um, it, it, anime. It is, to come it is out of. nice to look at. I don't really mm-hmm. like the show, but it is very very nice to look at. It, it's yeah, a bit too. I... Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's a bit too slow for me. A bit too like uh, kind of like nothing in the oh, sense. Man, the really money happened. they put into that, like damn, the, the, the visuals is like. Yes, gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah. right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I remember from it as well. Just, yeah, I don't and, care and about the story, but it looks nice. So let's and that's kind of what it started. And then now they have like you know massive hitters. They have Castlevania, which I love. Mm. Castlevania oh TV. man, like Castlevania is like probably my favorite American Japanese anime. The yeah. it's one of the few where I would argue the Eng- I mean, you know me. Uh, I don't know about you, Ash. Like me and Raymond are huge sub subs only kind of anime watchers. Like I mean, like if you watch stuff. dub, like like just unfriend me from all your social networks right now. <laughs> but, but I would argue <laughs> Castlevania's dubs actually really yeah, really good. Castlevania's really good dubs though. Like I actually mm. watch it in English too. So. Mm. exactly exactly it's it's that whole argument and everyone will say this uh in in the dub versus sub argument it's like oh cowboy bebops you know dub is also really good it's probably better than the subs and you know what whatever like, i don't want to get into that but i would say castlevania's dubs is insanely good like it's mm. insanely good mm. and so no it's a, it's a really good anime and it's insane that netflix is making animes like that and then <sighs> i brought this up on the other side of things of Netflix anime, you have shit uh, like Yasuke. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Yasuke now, huh? Of course we're going to Yasuke. I mean, how, you can't how, talk how about, about Record of Ragnarok. That should oh be- my god. Talk about this with Ray. I have to talk Still about it frames. Still frames, man. Have you seen it? Have you watched it yet? I, I watched one episode and I just gave up. It's like, bad, right? It's bad. It's... Uh, I've read a bit of the manga, um, and the manga's decent. Like it's not bad. Uh, but then I watched the anime, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Like Record of Ragnarok is genuinely fucking like two out of ten. It's just bad. I'm sorry, it's just bad. It's just terrible. Um, it's very unwatchable. It's one of those like you know you can hit or miss, and this is a complete mess. Yeah, like um, there's stuff that like so bad it's good, but like this is just so bad. It's like why are you even is, wasting your life? This is so bad it's bad kind of thing. Um, and, and it's the same for Yasuke. Uh, you know, it started off decent, and then suddenly there's Mecha. What the fuck? I love Mecha. I love Mecha. But then to watch a what what was Sengoku right? Yeah, Sengoku yeah, period. Yeah, like Sengoku era. Like it, it's it's the first that, Black Samurai, and it's only robots. Like what the hell? That, that could have been so amazing because the sto- I mean the story is insane. The story is crazy. It's like Nobunaga, who's like this like crazy Japanese warlord basically, right? Yeah. Adopt- who's- basically a black slave guy who he just mm. finds really right and then becomes his best friend the story on his own is insane enough you don't need max in there then they put max in there and it's like what the hell's happening right it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy they're just trying to appeal to too many audiences <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're like i mean oh. like, like see i i i love my sengoku era like i love samurai wars and yeah i mm. I, I am like the number one proponent for mecha but like this this isn't it fam like this no 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 it's it's yeah it's 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 a weird thing because we're talking about well it it was um it was basara wasn't it sengoku basara which has the mecha in it but like we were talking about this and you were like it was actually made to be kind of like a parody or like a yeah like 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 this hmm. like sengoku like sengoku muso samurai warrior which is like the straight to honest like japanese historical drama stuff and then like basara's like okay since they made standard stuff we're just gonna make like what if masamune had like six swords why don't we have like a giant gundam or like actual demon lord from hell so like that that's straight but like when i saw the yasuke tra- like, trailer i'm like this is gonna be like straight up sengoku era with black samurai but like no i mean Robots. best like sengoku slash what what's past sengoku is that edo edo period right after sengoku uh, or is no, it... it goes like 
Ido is like after Sengoku. Yeah, yeah. So like after Sengoku is uh, is Ido, right? The best Sengoku to Ido period anime, hands down for me, Gintama. <laughs> Without a doubt, I mean, just I, mean, I feel like Gintama is more like Bakumatsu, so it's after that, yeah. So I'm not wrong. I feel like Gintama is literally any period you could just put it in. Gintama's like, here, like... let, let, let this just make like like Japanese history with extreme apostrophes. You know, it's it's so crazy because Gintama on like, for example, sites like my anime list or whatever, right? It's definitely a top 10. You always see it in the leaderboards, right? But it's not... It's, when we're talking, we never really bring it up as, oh, what's your top 10? Gintama. And yet, Gintama is so good. It's like, so good. I feel like it's definitely my top 10 because like it literally has no plot. You just mm. get like random perverted yeah. Oji-san say you to become random perverted Oji-san right? white hair who is like <laughs> the strongest guy ever. It's like just ridiculously strong. And then they the crazy thing is, right, exactly, we say that. Like it's just, it's it's a parody, it's a comedy thing. But then when they have action scenes, oh my god, the action scenes are good, oh, man. Shit, yes, animation so right? good. Like the action scenes, like, like wait, am I watching Gintama? Like, am I just checking the, the anime title? Again, right, like Gintama's sure a badass, bro. Like, oh, rather, Gintoki, he's a badass. Yeah. Uh, insane. Like, I, I love it. I genuinely love Gintama. And I think it, it's not that it's underrated. I think it's like, because it's so long and there's so much of it, it's not talked about enough as like one of the top 10 reigning enemies of all I feel like it, it is underrated in a sense that people say like, oh, Naruto is great, Bleach is great, Kibetsu is great. But like, yeah. honestly, Gintama is good because like you don't have to follow it. And no. there's so many episodes yeah. that if you just go in, you'll just enjoy it regardless. Yeah. You just start anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to know what's going on because you just laugh anyways. It's 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 genuinely one of my favorite kind of like like you say, you know, like mindless anime. Sometimes you just want to be like mindlessly entertained. You don't want to watch like your yeah, like science like, gate and shit where you have to mm. think about stuff. Or you it's don't like, want to this read. guy's mm. just like it's 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 a, a Japanese samurai, Gintoki. He's like a totally alien Chinese girl, Kagura, and then like <laughs> Random samurai <laughs> boy with glasses and like, yeah. like we'll literally, just, we'll just yeah. Like a giant penis cannon in like Sapporo. Yeah, it, like literally, that's it. Like that's that's a story. That's the, one of the arcs, and it makes no fucking sense. They even have like the DVZ arcs where he he goes around the world. Uh, what's the face? Uh, the vice, the vice. Uh, uh the vice what, what, what's captain. his name? Uh, Hijikata. Hijikata. Yes, Hijikata goes around the world trying to find a cigarette. Literally, that was the arc. <laughs> and, and then it becomes DBZ and he's to fight like Fraser and shit. And it's fucking stupid, but it's so entertaining. Um, and the best thing is that these people are like real people based on like, you know, true Shinsengumi like heroes and shit. Like, and like, I've actually <laughs> seen like the real Hijikata's grave. Like, this guy's pretty cool, but like, Where's but, the mayonnaise? But, but yeah, but then you watch like Gintama and it's just this guy who's obsessed with smoking and mayonnaise. <laughs> like makes no sense, but it's so good. And and I think it's like it's not slept on, definitely. It's a massive anime franchise, but it's it's so not spoken about that it really should be brought up more. Um when we're talking about like any kind of top tens. Yeah, everybody's um, just like, hey, oh yeah, you should watch all the Ghibli movies. I'm like, no, don't watch that oh, shit. Watch Gintama. <laughs> oh, we're getting into the Ghibli. We're getting into the Ghibli. I mean, we brought this up uh what last last podcast that look Ghibli is good right don't get me wrong it, it's okay no sorry Ghibli is decent you have Spirited Away which I actually do like I love Spirited mm, Away oh. I, yeah Princess Mononoke I do think it's a strong it's a very strong anime and then you have all these like really strong animes you have um what was it called Grave of Fireflies Hotaru right and then yeah, boom was like wow like the most my God, Hotaru, shit like, broke me Hotaru literally broke me and then boom like, you come up with Ponyo and it's like Ponyo what the fuck is Ponyo <laughs> bro like, like what happened there <laughs> how do you go from like 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 my favorite show is like i like castle in the sky yes mm. 
Yes, Castle in the Sky is good. Um, what and then you the have one... like Ponyo. Like, what the hell is Ponyo? What was Ponyo the like? one where they were, um, where it's like, it's a traveling world. Like, this guy has like a thing where he, House Moving Castle. House Moving Castle. Oh, House yes. Moving Castle. I found it so overrated. I'm sorry. I just found it so overrated. It I mean, like, it's okay. Right. Yeah, it was all right, you know. But, but like, Ponyo definitely is not overrated. I, I feel like mm. Ponyo gets a lot of hate. Totoro is one of my most like it's like my pet peeves. I do not think it's good. I'm sorry. I just do not think it's good. It's it's like, oh, you move next to like a weird fucking thing. Wow, let's make a story <laughs> out of it. Creepy, you know? yeah, man. Like, like it's, it's creepy. creepy. It's weird. Actually, talking about creepy, spirited uh yeah, spirited away, you know. Like I watched it when I was like, I don't know, 12, 10, whatever. I can't remember when it came out. But that shit actually creepy as hell when you think about it. That mm. should be creepiest. I, I don't know if we talk. I, I think we talked about this in the last podcast. It's yep. so creepy. It's so scary. Um, it, it's just one of the scary shows. And and it's somehow like basically people are like, oh, it's like the Japanese Disney. Bro, it's not, man. Like, in what world does Disney have it's your parents? Darker, darker Disney. <laughs> I mean, it's only Disney because like Disney licenses that. Ghibli stuff in America, that's all. Oh, yeah. Th- that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I-, I feel like it's all marketing. Um, They hit the right marketing channels, and, and it yeah, like, they were lucky they America. got Disney because like, now everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is like Japanese Disney, but I'm like, yeah, man, Disney's overrated, and so is Ghibli. Like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> It, 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 it is. I mean, to, to be fair, Disney is like the Japanese, uh, the American anime side of things, right? Like, it, it's animation, literally. It, it, just it, it is It is like the mm. anime of the universe. Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. And, okay, that's fine. You know, I don't want to touch on Disney. That's their problem. American do American things, whatever, right? But then they talk about Ghibli, like, it's like Ghibli, Ghibli, whatever. Like, it's like the next coming of, like, God for anime world. And it's not. Um, same with... Same with all the, I don't know, all the massive big hitters. I always find are really disappointing. Like your name, Kiminawa. No Nawa, Kiminawa. I, I mean, Kiminawa is like, it's it's okay. Yeah, it was. Animation weird. and aesthetics, 10 out of 10. 100%, 10 out of 10, without a doubt. Mm. Everything else apart from that is weird. Storyline, super weird. Um, The fact that they suddenly have like singing in it, super weird, you know? There's so much better shows, but I feel like Kiminawa, because it was so good, Everything after that, they're like, oh man, whoever makes this, you know, it's going to be good. And so they, they spawn all these other, what was the most recent one? Um, uh, was it like Ring with, with You? Yeah. yeah. Ring with You. Which again, it's, it's animation things, everything out of 10. Show wise, eh, I've seen way better romances, um, in, be it in the shoujo, shonen, mm. seinen world, or whatever world. Yeah, like, anime, like honestly, like, I think like Makoto Shinkai is, is, is he's great, yeah. but like, he's not the best thing. Like, mm. sure. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I don't know. I feel like, it goes back to the whole Kimetsu thing. I feel like if you just make it pretty, people are like, oh yeah, this is top 10 anime. Yeah, like, it's the best, best thing ever. No, you know, no, it's not. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want to talk about pretty versus unpretty, look at Berserk old school versus Berserk mm. 2016. Uh, I, bro, I mean, right hey, there, right there, I mean, bro. I mean, I, I, I kind of like the 2016 rest one. Rest in peace, but the 2016 one, no way compares to the, uh, is it 1996? Was it? I think it was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah no way compares. One. Let's be honest. The OG one was, it was ugly as hell, bro. It mm. was. It's so old school, like animation shit, but it was true to you know the story. And I mean, the- like, Berserk mm. is ugly as hell in in, in universe too, so like it, it fits. Mm. Bro, the yeah, the Berserk world actually like oh my god, like talk, we we talked about how anime can be quite dark. Berserk is hella dark. Um, Berserk monster, I, I feel mean, like all this standard mean, like, level shit, so dark, man. To put to put it in the meme way, like Berserk is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. <laughs> yes, 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 like, yes. Legit, it, like, it's because yes. of like Kento, like Miura Sensei's designs that we actually get Dark Souls now. 
Yeah, it, it inspired Dark Souls, did it not? Like in like every every Dark Souls game has Berserk's like like a Dragon Slayer weapon, because they oh, love okay. they love like Berserk so much. I mean, like Berserk is in itself one of the uh, god tier seinens, right? I mean, you yep. want to talk about what's up there? Yes. There's like Vagabond. There's um there. There's probably Monster. You would chuck that into Golden Kamui is one of the yes. I guess more more recent ones. That is actually like, like I feel like more people need to watch or read Golden Kamui. It is so good. Like Golden Kamui. I, I said this to you, Ash, um, the other day off off um off recording. Uh, Golden Kamui is like Euro Camp seinen ways. Yeah, they they just stop and they're like, all right, this is how you're gonna. Yeah, like Eurocam is like, yeah, I'm gonna pitch a tent, but like Gorokam is like, I'm gonna skin this guy's back off. (laughs) And then it's like, this is how you make uh, like reindeer meatballs. Yeah, and then then it's just like, oh yeah, it's delicious. And like, oh poop, poop. Like, no, it's not poop. It's miso. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's miso. And it's like, no, you're eating poop. And like, generally, that's like half the storyline. But it's so entertaining and so good. Gorokamui is without a doubt. One of the I don't know if it's slept on. It's not as big as you know Kimetsu, obviously, but like I would say it's slept on. Um, I don't hear it enough as well, and it's really, 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 really good. And and like the manga's ending soon, so like if you wanna watch or read Golden Kamui now, it's the best time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I, I like to read mangas that have ended. Um, I hate waiting week to week. That's why. Yeah. I, I, I haven't caught like... up with One Piece. I can't. I can't. Oof. It's never gonna finish. <laughs> it's never ending, bro. It's never ending. It's such a massive franchise, though. I will like, say, like, like, God. why did it take so long just to get One Piece? Just go to KFC, get a two-piece chicken, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, bro, you'll be literally selling for like forty years now. Just chill out, man. Like, just mm-hmm. give up. Just go home. You're probably rich enough. You're already like. Probably yeah, like, like I'm pretty sure One Piece stronger. is the friends we made along the way. So yeah, mm. <laughs> imagine that. Eh? They get to that. Imagine if literally the, the the ending story is like One Piece was your nakama that you found along the way, bro. You <laughs> know they're gonna, they're gonna do the post. The manga's gonna shit. end like that. <laughs> Right now. I, but I mean, you know, good on him. He's still writing it. At least it's, it's better than all those like mess among us that kind of go higher. This, you know, like Vagabond and stuff, never going to end kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it, I feel like talking about talking about that whole kind of uh, manga anime thing uh, with you know what's mainstream and now anime definitely more mainstream now. We we mm. have to admit that. Have you guys found that it's almost so mainstream, like it's literally everywhere? I mean, most recent example, not not even just anime, like gaming as well. Olympics playing video game music. Yes, I remember. Actually, I was just watching the Olympics, and like people were doing like Naruto poses and like One Piece poses, like when they get into like the arena. Really, (laughs) like legit, and all these people like winning medals left, right, center. So like they're literally winning with the power of anime. (laughs) And then there wasn't there that um that uh Max Max showed us the the girl who was in shooting or whatever who had a Witcher three medallion as well. Yeah, like like that that is so Mm. cool, man. Like I wish I was that as half as cool as her. Like like that's just insane. I mean the the. The gaming thing is so mainstream. We talk about this literally every episode, but it blows my mind how mainstream it is when not even that long ago, we used to be like ostracized for it. Yeah, not like, ostracized, like, like, but like, yeah. Like, you like anime, like games, you're a fucking nerd, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's like, hey, if you watch Kimetsu no Yaiba... 
Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh man, Kimetsu Yaiba is my favorite anime, guys. What? I, I love Attack like, on Titan, man. You should watch that shit. Fucking bro, bro. Oh my god, don't don't like, get us started on this. Like, this like, like I, I don't want to gatekeep, but like you, you gatekeep us away first. So like, you know, I don't feel come like there, there is almost like a learning curve to anime. You know, everyone starts like Raymond said. You know, it's a good intro. Like everyone starts with your commit, so your AOT. I mean, AOT probably introduced a billion people to like, yeah. or not a billion, but like a lot of people to anime. Same with commit, so same with Naruto, blah blah blah. But I feel like very quickly after that, your taste develop and you're like, shit, there's a lot of I don't want to say niche, but yeah, niche anime basically. Yeah, so so many much niche better. Stuff. There's so much better. Um, a lot of stuff that doesn't get kind of like the credit it deserves. You know, we we uh, even for example, it's not. I'm I'm not saying it's a ten out of ten. Zetsu no Tempest. It's not even that niche, but half the people haven't heard it, and it's like to me, it's better than all the red. Like, well, it's better than Kimetsu. <laughs> because Kimetsu stories, shit. Um, mm. you can talk about it. So you can talk about shit. I, I don't even know, man. Oh, I, I recently watched um, what is it called? Uh, Eden of the East. That sounds pretty nice. It's this kind of classic anime. It's like it wasn't amazing, you know. It wasn't a ten out of ten, but to me, it was better than you know the the shit that we're getting nowadays in this season um, of the Isekai world. Oh, oh, so I mean, I'm like not era. Every other isekai show. Oh my god! I mean, bro. Re- recently, the what, what was the one raid that we found? Um, uh, the the one about the pharmacist one. What is it called? Like, like trans- transported into a drugstore, like owner of a drugstore or something. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like it's it blows my mind. He's like isekai, right? Obviously, he probably gets hit by a car or some shit. Spawns in a new world, opens up a pharmacy. <laughs> I mean, you guys will know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, what? <laughs> they, they've gone so far from like you know, Overlord, uh, Sword Art Online, all this, all this anime where you spawn in a world, you become god tier, right? They're like, yeah. oh, that's too mainstream now. Let's do one where, oh, I just want to live a normal life as a pharmacist <laughs> in another world with like literally magic. You know, like this is. I mean, disclaimer: I haven't actually watched it. I assume it's going to be a world where there's, you know magic healing or healing yeah, magic yeah. and then they're like no 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 don't do that don't don't do that healing magic shit drink this potion what, what the fuck <laughs> what is this what is this what is this world of isekai that we're into now they're just, like, they're just, why, just why, trying why for get, everything yeah. how, why do i want to get rammed by a truck to become like a, a pharmacist like, bro. <laughs> ash how, how do you feel about isekai uh genre or era in general i feel like it's just extremely overdone now. Like everything yeah. and anything's mm. isekai. Like mm. I, I like some isekai stores. Like yeah. my favorite ones has to be like one of the more recent anime. It's uh it's actually a very long running novel series. It's called um Mushoku Tensei. Oh yes, um that's oh. the 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 smart the, the guy who gets reborn and he's a genius, right? Like a greenest genius grandchild or some shit. Something like that? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, like like this basically like this 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 no lifer, it's a neat who's fapping at home. Yeah. He, Run over by a car, and it's like you know what? I'm gonna live life properly now. And it's and actually like, extreme. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. I remember this. And he's he's born in like a normal family, but he's like god here, and he just learns yeah. magic really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I do remember this. And see, Isekai, I, I'm a huge fan of Isekai. I love Isekai, and I always have um ever since I guess Escaflown or Digimon or whatever. I just find this Digimon concept basically of, Isekai, yeah. Yeah, Digimon's I just found this concept of like being in another world so entertaining, but it is so overdone now that like it there's so much Isekai. My 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 personal favorite of this era, the more recent one, is Slime. But Slime the 
light novel and slime the manga. Oh, Tensera. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Reincarnate as a slime, right? Yeah, reincarnate as a slime. Yeah, I find yeah. that mindlessly entertaining. You know, even the anime is really good. Um, but I, I read manga over. I always read manga over anime. Um, so you know that's my favorite. And then you see that, and then you see the shit that's like just bad. <laughs> mm. I, get, I got re I got reborn as a sword. I got reborn as a like a vending machine. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, right? They like if you read like uh, be it Reddit or like I guess the um, uh, quote unquote weeb community, otaku community, whatever you want to call it, they'll be like, "Oh my god, this Esekai has such a uh, a new storyline. It's so crazy." And then and then literally you, you see the title and it's like, "I was reborn." Oh no, uh, the Rising Shield Hero. So instead of an attacking class, it's a defending class. Wow, so novel, guys. Big wow, like, you know? let, let's wow. just take his sword and give him a shield. Right? Like, it, I mean, to be fair, I think Shield Hero is all right. Shield Hero is pretty good. It's, 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 it's decent. It's decent because he has to use his brain. It's not just like overpowered as shit kind of thing. Mm. But it's not like, how do I say this? It's not like, wow, this is a completely new thing in Isekai World. It's literally just like, oh, it's a guy who got born into Isekai World. Isn't that great? But then has to use his brain, right? I think um, I think the interesting part of that one was like when when he came when he came into the world he wasn't like like loved by everyone right he, yeah yeah, yeah I guess so maybe he was yeah. like hated by everyone kind yeah. of thing I think um I I don't know it, it, people probably not agree with me but like one of the the more different ones is in my opinion is probably re zero um in terms of re zero yeah mm. it's so mainstream I know and I sound like a normie for saying it but like re zero is so different in concept because like it's almost like if Shinji was in an isekai war because Subaru is so hard to love as well man like especially in the, oh, yeah like yeah the ending so right the ending I want to say Subaru can die but he just come back to life again yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> in the ending of season one Subaru was so annoying like I literally yeah. stopped watching the first time because of that but me, me too me too I completely I didn't I did not enjoy that character at all especially in the beginning but then season two got a lot better you know and then you mm. have you, you start to understand it more and stuff and you, you kind of understand and apparently the 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 light novel is like crazy good um it, like really really good and I will say one of the more um my more more enjoyed uh, isekai one is the what is it called? I think uh, it's like I was reborn as a spider. So what or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, that... I think so I'm a spider. So what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a spider. I, yeah, so I'm a spider. So what? That is really good. It's actually really good. I really enjoy that. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty interesting because like everyone sees it differently. Mm. Yeah. Have you? Ha, do you know the um, actual story of it? Have you guys read the light novels of it? I've seen like clips, but I've not actually watched it. Yeah, right, right, right. Too. I've seen clips the, of it. But I the the manga is terrible. The manga is not a good adaptation. The anime done by Crunchyroll is actually a better adaptation of the light novels oh, than the manga is. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So for the first time ever, it's it's actually true to the story because in the manga it just shows you kind of like bits of the spider arc almost, right? And it's like I don't know, it's just not done well. The anime uh, shows you everything, the human side, everything as well, because obviously you have this like OP spider, um, mm. and then the, the, there's still the rest of the world going on, so they're like world building and all that stuff. So. A lot better. Um, definitely recommend watching the the, the anime. Um, but if you do read the light novel, and I don't want to spoil it, if you do read the light novel, it's like very different or, or more different than you would think. Um, and that's kind of all I can say without spoiling it too much. Um, right, but right. It, it, yeah, because you know what? I guess the 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 biggest thing is why did he get reborn as a spider and not like a human? Oh. And, and, and yeah, and that's the biggest question. And the, the light novel does address that. And it's really, really cool. Um, 
So yeah, it, the, the Isekai has good points, but I feel like it's so overdone, and I completely agree with Ash on that. I think for uh, Isekai, you have to have... It's like... Uh, and the the really good Isekais are the ones that are like, doing things differently, right? From from the normal Isekai story. But then when people try to do different stuff, it's, it's very hit or miss. It, it, it yeah. Is. That's why it's everyone's just... just like, hey, I, I moved to a new universe. I am God. I can do everything. Everybody loves me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I am just OP, you know, like all the, all the, did you mean every isekai ever before <laughs> this current art? And now it's like, oh, okay, let's do things different. Let's be all normal people. Like, Maybe like up? they should make an isekai where like this guy gets transferred into so many isekais, just sick and tired of actually morning into isekai. No, it, it should be one way. Should like, sure there's one out there that is like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's um, trying to find like true death after going to so many isekais. What if mm, I'm really interested in one uh, isekai is the, um, have you guys seen Gate? Yes. Oh yeah, Gate's get, pretty interesting. It yeah. actually is because it, it makes sense. It makes it's sense. Like, it's like it, reverse isekai. It's like, mm. yeah, it's reverse isekai and the whole Japan can go in and it makes sense. Obviously, we would have the modern firepower versus like horses and shit, yeah. right? Like yeah, it makes yeah. sense. And so Gate makes sense. And it's cool why as the, the, the overpower and stuff. And Gate is, uh, it's not slept on, but it, it's, it's one of the ones that I actually enjoy more than I just think- like, Definitely, the concept is definitely interesting. Like you can mm. think about it. Like if, if it really did happen, then obviously oh, like, countries absolutely. would definitely move in that kind of direction, right? I mean, absolutely. like we we're gamers, so like we're always wondering, like, what happens if zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, all of us, I think, have like a zombie apocalypse plan in our head. Like, what would you do first? Da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, I would go like get a boat, get some guns, go to Countdown, raid it, get the hell out. Yeah, you get to see, like... zombies don't get you. I mean, I, about... I was thinking like maybe you know put like a whole bunch of like uh, exercise bikes in front and like oh, what was it called again? The treadmills. And it's like plants versus zombie style. They literally can't get to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's insane. That's assuming they're not residential uh, Resident Evil zombies. Oh though. my god! Yeah. Right, and, and that's the thing. Every time we, this is actually a really cool topic. Every time I talk about zombie apocalypse, right? It depends what zombies you're talking about. Yes. You're talking about just like walking dead, literally like you know, uh, the, like the brainless the, the, shuffling. Yeah, the brain. brainless shuffly ones. If they're the shufflers, fine, no problem. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. We would. I reckon we would survive. What would kill us would probably be like diseases because we wouldn't. What, have what, what if Resident Evil start tyrants? What are you gonna do, man? Yeah, bro, yeah you, exactly. it's over. If it's Resident Evil level zombies, it's over, bro. Like, there's no just way. Give me the gun. I'll just shoot myself, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you see the Resident Evil, even the franchise itself. The world is fucked, bro. Even the heroes of that world cannot yeah. survive, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. shit. We're dying, you know. And so, yeah, it, the zombie apocalypse is very interesting. Um, and I think a lot of gaming gamers kind of not fantasize, but like, are like, oh, what if that? We're basically prepared if it ever happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. gamers are the people that are more prepared. Gamers are. It, it's a funny thing. Eh? Like, I feel like gamers. If that happens, we will be the ones to survive. Even though we're probably all like quite unfit and shit because we're like gaming all the time. <laughs> There'll be a I gamer mean, society where which is doing the best. Ga- gaming is like like anime. I feel like gaming has moved also into a very mainstream kind of way. Right? Yeah, we, we like everyone's just playing like their favorite mobile game. <laughs> Yeah, it's all mobile, like mobile or mobiles or like Ugh, what, whatever you know. So, so bad. Yeah, I, I, I don't. The the gaming this this move into on one hand the move into being mainstream is great for mm. you know gamers like us literally like gamers rise up right mm. but like it's good because it's we're not uh how do I say this not as hated as much anymore you know like back then uh, you used to get shit for it but mm. it's like 
it's too mainstream now where like gaming companies or gaming peripheral companies can kind of like get away with like all this weird shit. It um, weird stuff that they try. I mean, fuck. Ra- you know, I'm gonna bring it up. Razor. Um, yeah. I saw this ad recently, and I know it's been going on for a while. Razor making chewing gum and literally marketing it as like gamer gum. Um, gamer respawn. gum or like gamer respawn. bottles. It's called yeah, or gamer bottles. All this shit. I don't what. What is gaming gum, bro? Like, yeah, like what? You're gonna eat the gum and like you'll expand like your brain, like memory thinking, and you can like get better strategies or some bullshit. Yeah, you're like you're basically like, oh shit! If I chew this gum, you know my focus is better or whatever. And, and, it's just and also, like drinking like Red Bull, bro. Like it's just Red it's Bull. pretty much the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the, the most ironic thing about that is though, like Razor is a Singapore company. Oh, it's a, a, the founder of Razor is a Singaporean, mm. right? Um, you can't even get gum in Singapore. So like yeah, like what the hell, man? It's like a Bro. heavily gimmick thing for like basically you know USA, obviously. Um, mm. It is like well, okay, Mister Mister Tan of Singapore. Yeah, Tan McLean, look at your gamer keyboard, your gamer chairs. The gaming, yeah, and they move, yeah, you know, they move into gaming chairs recently. I know, and I know they're making like gaming, like 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 face masks because of COVID. Oh yes, I, I yeah, saw the pro- that. Project Zephyr now. It used yeah, to be they just announced it today as well, just like. Yeah. A few hours ago, man, like gaming. I mean, like, I mean, sure, like RGB glass, like face masks. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I kind of want that, but <laughs> it's, it, it's very Raiden. It's very Cyber Ninja. It yeah, looks, like, it bro, looks very bulky, doesn't it? I remember seeing pictures. It's just huge on your face. I, I mean, like, like, do I need RGB on my face mask? Like, no. But do I think it's absolutely freaking insane? Like, hell yeah. Yes. Well, this <laughs> RGB thing is getting out of hand, though. Let's be honest. RGB everything now. Even like chairs, yeah. RGB. Next um, thing. Yeah, like RGB what? condoms win. It's just gonna happen, right? <laughs> Imagine that. It'd be so gross, bro. <laughs> I mean, we, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, my, my current mouse pad is RGB, but only because it's literally cheaper than a normal mouse pad now. Like, what? what? How is it cheaper than my. Yeah, it, it genuinely was. How? It was like, for, I don't know. Like, and it's shit. I fucking hate RGB <laughs> on my mouse pad. Actually. It makes no sense. RGB belongs in, you know, I get it. Peripherals and stuff. It looks cool when you're like gaming. You want your RGB. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that like um, rainbow uh, breathing pattern that goes through your ripple, sorry, ripple pattern that goes through your yeah. keyboard. Very like gamer style. That's cool. That is cool. But then, like, RGB on your mouse pad, really, like, bro, it's, it's like, is it going to distract you from like looking at the screen? <laughs> Yeah, I, well, probably. Yeah, All probably I can say is it, it's very annoying. It's very annoying because now you have like the thing is when you have RGB, you want to you gone to use your RGB, right? So like mm-hmm. I have a random USB taken up to power this RGB mouse pad. Like what the fuck? I mean, like yeah, might like, as well like, use it, right? Yeah, well, yeah for well, sure. it's yeah. insane. And and like uh, motherboards are RGB now. RAM is RGB now. Like. Eh. So Bro, but really? the, that, that kind of stuff is just like the whole aesthetic of your build, It is right? aesthetic. It is aesthetic. So, and I get mm. it, but the price difference is massive. We're talking like 25% more sometimes yeah. for RGB yeah. on, like, on like RAM and stuff. And I mean, it, it, let's be honest, it's, it's pointless. For people who are like building computers first time or like new to gaming or, or, or computers in general, RGB RAM literally does nothing Yeah, yeah. versus normal RAM. Um, and that for should sure, be common sense, sure. you know? Um, do would I buy like if they were the same price? Would I buy RGB over normal RAM? Probably. Like, why not? You know. Yeah. But for twenty five percent more, nah, it makes nah. no sense. RGB is completely out of out of. Why would I want to pay so much just to, just to look at glowing lights? While that just memory... yeah, and it just cycles through. And like half the time, I don't. Even, I mean, how many times do you look into your case? Really? Hate it underneath really? my desk. So I don't really see it. Yeah, like it is. Wait, your case is on the ground. It's, it's, it's on the ground it's, too. It's, it's, it's oh! propped up a little bit, but yeah. 
That's like sacrilege, man. Nah, it's fine. You just have good ventilation on it. Bro, I, if, yeah. if I had it in my house, because I have a dog, right? Can you imagine that? Holy shit, my, my thing would be caked with like animal fur. It's probably, I mean, it would be, be caked of animal fur on a desk anyway, right? I mean, nah, it's, it's fine now. It's, 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 it's not as my bad. fur if it's anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that he, he gets on my fur. <laughs> yeah, all, all this hair, man. Like, it's it's yeah. I, but do you guys think gaming is like too mainstream now? Like, it's too much now, almost. I, I think I think with with the big acceptance to it, I'm sure a lot of people are just, they're just they're just testing the waters to see how far they can get right now. What what I don't like is kind of it, it it sounds so not even elite it sounds so nerdy to say this but like gaming used to be a thing where like it was so not niche but it was such a small community because you know you were like hated because you didn't like have a life or whatever right mm. that like back then we all bonded over like oh you're a gamer I'm a gamer too kind of things oh did you spend fourteen hours playing like I don't know, 14, yeah fourteen hours a day playing you name it MMOs whatever games blah 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 right mm. you're like yeah i did too you know that's how i spend my thing and and but nowadays i feel like how do i say this i feel like people almost like take advantage of the fact that gaming is mainstream you know we're talking like all the like streamers who 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 like get into gaming for the money side of things rather than the love of gaming does that sound pretentious it probably does sound a bit pretentious um but they, they, i feel like there's a lot of this kind of streamers out there who uh game for the sake of a revenue and they're like oh look at me i'm kawaii as shit you know i'm gonna game kind of thing like league of legends massive one back then with all the like uh titty streamers and that kind of shit mm. and, and it, it yeah kinda, mm, do you know what i mean like it kind of annoys yeah, I, me I know because, exactly like they're mm. just in it for the money and not for the love yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and it sounds so pretentious it sounds so pretentious coming from like you know uh, just people who love games but bro we <laughs> We had to go through shit, man, before gaming got this big. <laughs> we had to go through some tough shit. Um, we had to go through, like, days of dial-up internet, firstly. <laughs> we had yeah, to go man. through, like... I mean, we had to go through days where literally to connect overnight. with your friends to play games. It would be, like, yeah, like through well, IP like, addresses. What, yeah. uh, what, 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 what was it? What was it? That, that little app called, what, uh... The little tiny app where you just had to go, like, play with friends. Right. Wait, uh, what? Ventrilo? TeamSpeak? No, no, no! It's like another one. Looks like, looks like a P two P where you got like, connect oh, your friends. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, it's a gar- gar- Garina, 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 Garina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my that. god, what a throwback, as Garina. Yeah, back then we couldn't play, you know, with internet, so we would have to land through Garina and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like go to like a whole friend's house and just play like eight, eight man Xbox and you know, all like. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, the throwbacks those and the those time. land parties and shit. Okay, yeah, we parties, had to man. go through that shit, man. People yeah. don't understand it. All these new yeah. school gamers and shit, they just they're lucky that they get to sit at home with very nice fiber internet connections with you know a five thousand dollar computer that dad buys nowadays because gaming is so accepted. Whereas mm. back then it was like, wait, five thousand for a computer? That's crazy. You should be using it for schoolwork or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. So they get all these rigs nowadays to play fucking like Minecraft or yeah, like, like playing like what they buy like a thirty ninety just to play like Minecraft. Like, bro, what the hell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, 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 like all these new school gamers are so sponsored and shit. They don't understand the bro. The my struggles. first like. PC didn't even have a GPU. It had like integrated Intel graphics. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, do they know what integrated graphics is at all? Like, do they oh. know what Windows ninety five is, bro? Like, yeah. I could literally, yeah, they, I could literally barely run like uh, Maple Story or like or like Guild Wars one, you know. And, and and back then I had the struggle, the struggles of having to like 
your game will crash because you overheat a computer. So you yeah, like man. let it cool like, down, re replay it, and you just put up with it. You know, I had to mm. go through so many hoops just to play like my PS One games, like on my emulators. Like back then, we had yes. so, such difficult emulators. Now I'm just like, oh my god, oh yeah, I just download off the land and like, oh, oh yeah, my I just god, can't... absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they. It's not. We sound like boomers, eh? Yeah. Like back in my day, <laughs> oh, but oh, it's yeah. like we went through shit. For yeah, this shit, generation man. of gamers, man, don't abuse it and just literally do just it. pave the game. path for these guys. Yeah, yeah like, dude, like, like, you know, I, I learned Japanese it. just to play Japanese games, and now like this, this, this is all coming out in English in the same day now. <laughs> it's in, it's actually insane. I mean, we're we're talking about that before that um, you know, like so many Japanese games that were previously inaccessible that now that they they realize the english market is massive for them you know the minute they translated it it was like so big that they're like holy shit maybe we should do it more kind of thing right like you know like the first pokemon games took seven years to come out in english did it really really yeah. Yeah. and now like oh uh, my god and, and now like what um same day releases in every oh, single absolutely. like and they have 10 different languages in the car like holy shit guys it's insane, it's eh? crazy. And, and that, that's the, that's literally our struggles that we have to go through. And and like I said, we sound like boomers saying that, but fuck, man, I'm just sick of seeing kind of all the, I don't yeah, know, like, like trash media out there. About it's like, like, like no just... offense to like the kids who has like an iPad who's playing like Minecraft. I'm like, come on, like the gamer tag now is just so... Yes, yes, like... that's exactly it. It's not that we're trying to be elitist. This whole yeah, like... I don't want to be elitist, thing, but like... Yeah. It's very on, watered man. down. It's very watered down. It's like, bro, you you don't understand like the shit we had to go through um, to get not not the status of being a gamer or whatever. It's not about that. It's the fact that like, bro, you don't even like. Understand we literally went through shit from people just because we like playing video games. <laughs> it was so difficult, and now these kids are like, "Are oh, you playing like RuneScape?" I play. Well, I probably not RuneScape, but like Minecraft or whatever. You know, like, whatever kids like, play. Those nowadays. kids probably don't even know what RuneScape is, bro. <laughs> Bro, like, and that's what I mean. It's it's so mean mainstream now that it's almost like I kind of miss the days where it's like your community was very tight knit and small mm. because it was like people, you know, only a certain amount of people played um what whatever whatever you, you played, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like very... like back then, everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard of this game called Persona Three? And I was like, hey, yeah, Persona Five is the best game ever. Everyone's playing and Persona like, Five. What? <laughs> What's Persona Five? And then now Persona Five is so mainstream that it's almost kind of annoying because. It's like oh, it's become like JoJo. Yeah, yeah. The, the the fan base for Persona, like, bro, I love you know me. I love Persona Five. I think it's amazing. P five R, P four G, amazing. It's a great series, great game. P four G is the best game, and no one can say anything about it. Like, sorry, P five, it's great. But like, <laughs> you do like P four more, huh? You like P four a lot more than P five. I mean, like, I know you say it's very predictable, but like, I mean, the, the the Virgin, uh, the Virgin Jokers is the Chad, Narukami. <laughs> I I I think it's. Well, it's not predictable. It was predictable for me, but I think that's because like I'm, I've been in anime and gaming kind of like like, like, enough, like, enough. like this guy is sus as hell. Yeah, you know the Spoilers, tropes. Like, you you know yeah, the tropes. Yeah. You know the cliches. Yeah. But it's not like it's like oh, definitely. It's a, I mean, it, it was it's very obvious for me. But you, I remember like literally on day one, I was like, "Ashes, this guy's in it," and you're like. Oh, uh, someone, someone's like, been paying I didn't attention. Say it, but like, but like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like someone's been paying attention, kind of thing. And then P five, um, P five is like, how do I say this? P five is like the Kimetsu of like the Persona world. It's prettier. Oh, yeah. There's really nice music. There's really nice graphics. Storyline probably not as strong, but 
in this age is probably more relevant. You know what I mean? It's like fuck the establishments. Like, yeah, like, like oh, the, 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 mm. I like the story. Like you know, great. Like stick it to the man. You know, we use yeah. the internet to yeah. screw everybody. Like hell yeah. But what I don't like is how. Uh, the in a sense it's so mainstream that people are like oh this is best ever you know this it's is like, like, like GRPG yeah so now five invented jrpgs yeah yeah <laughs> basically how it is right they're like oh it's man like, Person- turn-based games yeah persona 5 invented that did you know that yeah yeah like turn-based or or even like i mean music wise i loved uh persona 5's music you know yeah, it, it's it was, great music it, though, it's like- really good um but they're like man persona 5's you know the way they like did ost's like never seen before in like games what Persona 5 Bro, invented what? ost's guys like come on <laughs> Bro, what there's so many great games with great ost's i can name literally a million well, okay not a million but i can name so many you know mm-hmm. uh great ost games and stuff and i find that really annoying that um i, I guess it's, it, it, it comes hand in hand with the youtube culture or the um review culture that we're in right mm, like yeah. everyone has their opinion where they put it out there and then people who are big um people kind of tend to copy almost their opinions if that makes sense like let's say this guy who has i don't know uh two million three million subs they'll be all right oh don't really like um fate for example everyone's like oh fuck fate shit blah 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 whatever suddenly mm. right but i don't know it, it's almost like people are just copying the thing whereas back then bro people stuck to their guns man you can for every person for example who loved um ash what's a pretty like uh maybe mgs you know there's probably people who hated mgs as well uh and for every person who loved pokemon there's probably people who are like man i hated the turn base of it and so on and so forth kind of thing but now it's like oh uh, this famous person likes it, so I'll play it. I love it too, kind of thing. And it kind of annoys me. That a lot of people too, don't have opinions mm. right now. Like they don't actually see for themselves why why people enjoy yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's, it's very like yeah, it's so mainstream that people kind of like copy pasta their opinions as well, which annoys me. It really does. Yeah, annoy like me. I'll just watch the game on YouTube and I think it's great. So many, yeah, and, and that's why, and that's why I'm like, I mean, so so many of my opinions are like literally apparently hot takes. Because I'm just like, no, I'm sticking to my guns. This is not that good. I'm sorry, you know? Yeah, like, like you know, we paid actual money for this game. So, like, last time, like, back then, you know, it's not cheap to buy, like, one video game. Man. Oh, my God. I Actually, talking about that, like, how do kids afford these games nowadays, man? It, it's all free mobile games with tra- microtransactions now. So, like, you imagine don't need to afford that, anything. That is true. That is true. I mean... You, can you imagine, like, Pokemon Red being, like, a, a gacha, like, a mobile game? Like, you get 50 <laughs> Pokemon free. <laughs> But like to complete, like if you want to get the fifth gym leader, you have to pay to unlock the fifth gym leader. Not even that. Like you want Pikachu S tier, A tier, B tier, yes. C tier, or yeah, yeah. you can get D tier for free. But if you want you, to, be a you want to evolve team, Pikachu to right, you gotta pay ten dollars for a thunderstone. Oh my god, thunderstone ten dollars! Can you imagine that? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Like the HMs would definitely be like a gacha system. Damn, yeah, you, you roll for HMs. No, 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 no. Like, like, like you want thunderbolt? It's a gacha. Yeah, the gacha for like, the fourth slot in the Pokemon battle. Oh, like, I bet, like, to be honest, it probably won't, but I wouldn't even be surprised if Game Freak did that, or Nintendo, whoever owns it, um, did that. If they were like, yeah, that's gacha, like, make a, uh, not not that to the main franchise, but make a gacha Pokemon game, if they haven't already. Is, is Pokemon it, Go gacha? Isn't there a, um, isn't there a mobile Pokemon? I don't know. Oh, Unite? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't. Okay, Pokemon so like, from what my friends told me, because I, I actually had a discussion with them, like, just a few days ago, and they're like, you actually only really pay to mm. like speed up unlocking stuff because like you have to grind to unlock content so is it pay for convenience kind of thing yeah yeah paying for convenience so like you're not actually paying mm. to like win the game you're just paying to make grinding basically non-essential 
Yeah, that's basically the FF14 thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I mean... But you can pay like 20 bucks to skip the main story to be at level 70, and then you're like, you have no idea how to play your class. <laughs> and then you rage quit. Say <laughs> it's a bad game. Yes, bad game. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about FF? <laughs> yeah. It does that happen a lot? Does people rage quit because they're like... This yeah, yeah the, the thing is, like, a lot of people just pay just to, like, go to level 70, and then, like, go to end game, like, oh, yeah, I can't play this game, it's difficult. Like, bro, like, FF14 is so easy, like, they make it so accessible for like people who've never played like yeah. MMOs, MMOs like myself. Before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with you guys who are, like basically like, oh yeah, like I've I've played like five billion MMOs. I mean, I I come from to be honest, my main kind of thing was um, MMOs to begin with, and then I started right. FF fourteen. You know, uh, the, I think you guys described it best when I first started FF fourteen. You guys describe it as a JRPG that just happens to be an MMO. And yeah. that's the mm. perfect way to describe yeah. it because it's not an easy game. To be honest, it's not an easy game to get into if you're not used to uh, JRPGs. If you yeah. come from like a Western RPG standpoint where like, um, let's be honest, Western pacing is a lot faster than Japanese yeah. pacing, right? Um, r- recently, I mean, Ray, Ray knows this. Recently in FF14, I did a fucking whole arc where it's like basically pointless, like literally pointless, but it's, it's just kind of part of JRPG. And I find what really, really uh, almost amusing, not amusing, but interesting is that all these wild players are coming over and they're like integrating like it's no problem. They're like, sweet, let's just jump right into it, you know? Um, wild pacing was, to be fair, up to maybe Wrath of the Lich King, a lot faster than I would argue Final Fantasy fourteen, And yet the switchover was so massive that, I mean, FF14 is the biggest MMO right now, hands down, without a doubt. Yeah. It's massive. I mean, all the, the in July, all the big Twitch... Uh, Streamers like what, the number the one WoW streamer moved on to Final Fantasy 14. I'm like, yo, this is, it's over. Yeah. It, it's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. over. Like, WoW is gone. It's dead now. It's gone. Deep it's a dead throwing. game. You don't even have to talk about it. Um, and and all the big Twitch streamers of July were streaming basically FF14. Right. Yeah. Or most of them, right? And so it, it's so crazy, like this sudden wave. And for people like you guys who've been playing FF14 for fucking like years, it must be quite interesting seeing this sudden interest and then being like i don't know for, for me if i was you like ray and ash like who have played for ff since the start it'd be like welcome newbies we are the gods of this land come Dude, like, i've been playing come. this game since launch man like yeah. august 13 was it august 13 like 2013 or something like exactly that? it's like yeah, yeah. come we are the commies. Come learn mechanics from us. I think Come, I, my children. From from my standpoint, I feel like it's it's, it's really refreshing seeing. It's, it's it's like it's like I like I like seeing the, the amount of people coming in to try a game that I enjoy. That's yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's what that's my viewpoint on it as well. It's just like I think it's like it's free. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wait, oh yeah, it's free up to a critically acclaimed Final Fantasy yeah, 14. <laughs> we have to say it once at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy that is free. What is it that is free to level 60? 60, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the award-winning Heaven's World expansion. No, like, okay, with we more restrictions in playing time. <laughs> it's good though. It is a good game. I, I will say mm. that. As much as I whinge about it, and I do that a lot, let's be honest. I complain about FF14 so I much. I mean, you, you went from like, what's Final Fantasy 14? And like, I want a bone in your stola now. <laughs> oh, bro, you, for people who haven't played Final Fantasy 14, they won't understand this, but literally, Yishtola is the reason I'm still playing it. And they will get it with a minute they start because, oh my Yo. god, talk about waifus, man. Like, come on. Talk about why Yishtola is up there. It's up there. I can't say the other one because I'll probably go to jail, but we know who I'm talking about. We know who I'm talking about. I, I mean, yeah, same, same. Well, is she? Well, the, the, the argument here is 
is it technically still gel material if she's like three thousand years old because elves live forever? I mean, <laughs> just because I mean, she looks like a child. See, there, there, there is a <laughs> thing in Japan called legal lolly. So, oh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my I'll god! I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that that we'll save that for your next guest episode. Eh? <laughs> oh, oh, I want. I, is, it, is it like get Ash arrested the next episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's get <laughs> as much evidence for the FBI as possible on oh, okay, that. That'll be the title. <laughs> the title. Like, What's your favorite hentai tag? <laughs> Lollies. <laughs> Ash likes lolly there. Nah, I'm gonna be straight up here and say that it's NTR. <laughs> really? Whoa. You kidding? No, you're serious? Nah, I'm just kidding. Ah, okay. <laughs> NTR is so hard to read for me. You know what? Before, okay, let's say you know we we try to usually end this in the last uh in at least two hours, so we got about twenty minutes or so, right? Mm. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that hentai is almost mainstream now have you guys found that it's like haha we all talk about it back then it was so ostracized it was like what what's wrong with you you like you know are you like broken in the head to want to watch like animated uh you know porn let's call it animated porn but like nowadays it's mainstream as hell it's so mainstream and it's so i find it so weird i find it so weird i mean have you seen redo of healer no i've heard about it what's this yeah like it's it's an isekai anime where like a um, guy gets like abused in like one world and he goes back into the past with all his knowledge and then like he kind of like get revenge on the people who bullied him by way of like you know <laughs> and stuff like that it's it's, it's pretty it's, wild it's pretty it's pretty wild yeah yeah it's pretty wow crazy. that's insane and, and, and they it... get like like standard like top name vas to do all the stuff which is wow pretty impressive honestly well it's crazy because like if you look on you know youtube or any kind of mainstream social media it's like there's the there was a trend not long ago about like my favorite hentai tags you know or like hentai tag tier list and all this shit. i mean tier list is always going to be a thing nowadays right it's a trend thing right um but you know any 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 tuber really or any kind of um a big name person who watches anime you'll probably be able to find a um, tag list or tag tier list on their thing um, and and I find it so strange. I find it so strange. It's it, it's it's like you can talk about that, but you don't really see it on the flip side of things. What is your favorite tag on Pornhub, right? I, I've never seen a video about that. Maybe there is. Oh, absolutely not. Not not that I've seen it at least. It would right, be so, like the top ten list, but then there won't be like someone's personal stuff, right? Right. Why is that? Why is it so like suddenly talked about? Like it's it, it's almost like oh haha, you know I watch hentai, great like he he xd kind of moment, man. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, even like Samuel L. Jackson sees it. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, that. Samuel Jackson that is was, my hero. I love that guy, man. He's That's so legend. Bored. He's he so bored. I mean, Afro Samurai. Come on, come on. <laughs> like yeah. So- it's just just oh my gosh he's just so great he's just like yeah let's do it let's do it let's just do Afro Samurai I'm a fucking Samurai like just great um one of the best VAs I I would argue in anime history Samurai Jackson uh but yeah going back to it it's so mainstream it's so talked about you know like favorite tags we all have favorite tags kind of thing right but it's like I would never have thought even five ten years ago that we'd be like hey Ray what's your favorite tag on the podcast for example or like a video or whatever um which it's, by so, the way putting it out there like there's some tags that are so slept on that i'm like bro come on come on there's some good tags out there they, they, um, can, they could be a whole episode for ourselves later on yeah it can be uh you look at this uh, the sites like um and hentai massive you talk about faku Fa- faku is that how you pronounce yeah. it faku whatever it's subscription only now 
Bro, it used can to be you, free. Can you, yeah, can you imagine like that side becoming like like subscription based? Like, holy no, shit. I would never have thought that would happen. And it has, you know, and it's so weird. Like, what is this world we're in, man? This is Isek. This is the Isekai. Like, really the real Isekai. Like, yeah, we must have died and come into some. Isekai. Yeah, some, we probably died during COVID and came into some weird ass world where like the shit, the geek culture we like is mainstream, which kind of low-key annoys me because like not to be the hipster used to be a thing we used to love um but you know it, it is what it is uh so yeah on that note of inside text which we'll say for a future episode i do i do think we should probably start to wrap up this podcast um you know i want to thank ash uh we rather want to thank ash for taking the time out of his very busy schedule Oh, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm just blazing at home playing video games, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, so busy schedule of video games. <laughs> busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for taking the time to come on. I mean, thank uh, you for having me. I enjoy, you know, listening to podcasts, doing podcasts. No, it's yeah. uh, we 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 love, you know, have obviously talking about this, and and to us, it's not even a podcast. It's just us literally talking Rant, about what we ram, love. Rambling yeah. shit and just chilling R- on Rambling and, and guy, we, it, we should just call it Gaia's rants again about something <laughs> mainstream <laughs> and hates on everything else. That should be a tag. And then name some weird niche anime that's really, let's be honest, probably not that good. Um, that's Gaia's, uh, the, the opinion of Gaia's. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, thank you for, you know, show, uh, coming on the, taking time to come on this um, podcast. Thank you for all our listeners. Um, all I think what we're on like 20 now, Raymond, which is awesome. I never thought 20 people would listen to us. I didn't even think like five people would listen to us, to be honest. Um, because it's just like we said, rants. Um, if you enjoyed this guest guest episode, you know, please let us know. We're gonna have a lot more. We we definitely want Ash back on the show. We oh, want definitely. To all, like, all wanna call me stuff. back, I'll come again. Oh man, we we have so much to talk about. So yes. much, Ash. We didn't even scratch the surface. Yeah, we man, we can, we can make an entire episode just shitting on Ghibli. So oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, let's book that in right now. We will lock that and we'll, we'll, we'll plan a date. <laughs> We're coming for you, Mr. Hayao. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Hayao son, like, your, your ass is ours. I mean, let's, let's not get into this. We have to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up. <laughs> um, so, you know, now that we truly are into the swing of things, hopefully, you know, Tilex hemorrhoids will come down by the next episode so that he'll be on. Um, please share streaming my son with your friends, with your, you know, family, with anyone really. Share it on your pages, whatever it is, with your. FF14 clans. I know Raymond actually does that. Like, no shit. Raymond shares it with his um uh free company. So you yeah. know, do that. Share us wherever you can, please. Um, remember to follow us on socials, which Raymond will now go over. So we definitely follow on our socials. Our most uh we keep our Twitter updated with our newest um episodes and when we're coming out. Um that's twitter.com slash streaming pod. Um we'll have a link to our um our YouTube channel there where you can find us on YouTube. Um we can see us on Spotify, um, if you look up the streaming machine, it should come up yep. on there um, for sure. Um, give yep. us a like, give us a follow, um, yep. and we'll keep you updated on everything. Yeah, and fa- I think the probably the most active one is actually our Facebook uh, page, which is surprising because I never use Facebook on, much until now. Um, so yeah, people actually follow us on uh, Facebook quite a bit more. We do yep, not yep. interact, but a lot more people like notice it. Um, we also have... Uh, Google Podcast. We are on Google Podcast as well. We can't seem to get it working on Apple Podcast. So sorry for the iTunes listeners. Um, I guess. Um, but yeah. So any ending notes for for our listeners, everyone? Uh, no. Just thank you for watching. Thank you for sticking with us for another episode. Um, we'll be churning out more episodes. Um, of this, and we'll get better and better. Um, as we mentioned before, maybe sometime in the future, we might even get some video to our podcast. Um, that will be a treat. <laughs> 
I mean, what I can't, I honestly, I can't wait to get Tillich and Eshpaw in a room. Tillich with his like, Tillich, I'm calling you out right now if you're listening. <laughs> your normie as shit taste of like anime <laughs> versus like me. Oh, man, I'm gonna call him out so much for like, so, so that's like, yeah. that's like me hating on you, Tillich. <laughs> and then there's Eshpaw, who I would argue is probably another <laughs> level <laughs> up in terms of like niche. Very anime. cultured. So, so we're very cultured, dude. So we're exactly. coming after you and your AOT bullshit <laughs> and your like Kirito God bullshit. Calling you out right now. When we get Ash back on the show, and if if your hemorrhoids have healed, it's over, man. We're going head to head. We're pointing out every reason why all your anime taste is shit, and Raymond would just be stuck in the middle as always. <laughs> Raymond would be the guy who's in the corner being like, "Wait." Wait, why are we not talking about uh, Bakemonogatari? That shit's good, right? Like, <laughs> Where's my Bakemonogatari fans? Like, why, why, why do we not talk about that kind of thing? And then me and Ash are like, nah, everything you guys say is wrong. And just like all the hot takes. So I'm very excited for future episodes. I can't wait to have Ash back on. I can't wait to have Max on for probably the next guest episode. Or maybe both of them. I mean... Max and Ash both very much single player kind of um, gaming, whereas me, Raymond, you know, we dip into both. So, you know, very different even in terms of gaming. So can't wait to have you guys back on. But for now, we will have to sign off. So thank you for listening once again and goodbye. <laughs>